The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Happy birthday, America. We don't need fireworks on this program. We have them every Saturday, right? <laughs> oh, it's fun. Good to have you with us as always. Happy 4th. Hope you're enjoying the weekend. And the weather will get better uh, later on in the weekend, we hope. All right. Good to have you with us as always. Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And as always, our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. No matter what, we always have a lot to talk about here on the program. Today is no exception. Later on in the show, in hour number three, we will have our continuing series, Fighting the Opioid Addiction. And actually today, the theme is freedom in honor of Fourth of July, freedom from addiction, with our partners, Recovery Centers of America, we will have the famous Pastor Zach on the show, and he'll be talking to us. Very inspiring guy, and I know you'll enjoy hearing him talk. That's coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. But in between, we're going to talk about plenty of things, and, and all of those related to what's happening in the world today. And as always, we welcome your participation at 609-407-1450. Again, 609-407-1450. I thought it was a good idea today to talk about contrast, and and I'll explain that to you as we go through this. And I'm also going to bring in the book Laptop from Hell, the Hunter Biden book by Miranda Devine. I finally finished it, and I went over some notes, and we're going to incorporate that into our discussion. But really, the the, the story today is contrast. And I want to start by saying, you know, we had discussed the well-oiled democratic machine. And I'm going to give you an example of that. And when I say well-oiled, I mean, they don't leave anything unturned. They don't leave anything to chance when I say they, the Democrats. And and here's here's what I'm talking about. Now, if you watched any of these January 6th hearings... I don't know if you did what I did. I laugh at some of it, then I turn it off and, you know, you read about it, all the social media stuff. I mean, it's all over social media. But absurdity is a word that came to mind when we're talking about the January 6th hearings. And this week, a name that I never heard of this person, Casey Hutchinson. Did you ever hear of her before? She was an intern and, and now all of a sudden she's the world's expert on what happened on January 6th. And what I was hearing, and I don't know if you thought this through, but I thought about it and I said, all right, so if she's talking about President Trump and he's riding in a limousine, now think about this. I mean, if you've, if you've, if you ever rode in a limousine, I mean, it's a long vehicle. And if you're sitting in the back, if you're a passenger, unless you're riding next to the driver, how are you gonna how are you gonna get from the back seat to the driver and lunge at him and try to turn the thing to, to turn the vehicle around? Or if the president wasn't in a limousine, you know those black SUVs they have? You ever notice that all the government vehicles they're black and they're 
they're bigger than what we would buy as an SUV, and, and they're they're specialized vehicles. So if the president were in one of those, he would be pretty far back from the steering wheel. So I'm thinking, this Casey Hutchinson is talking about lunging. And I said to myself, wait a minute. Now, President Trump at that time was, what, 73 years old? I mean, we're about the same age. I, I can't lunge from the back of a limo. I mean, you'd have to be, you'd have to be one of those. Ever see those high jumpers in the Olympics? You'd have to be one of those. So I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, how did he lunge when he's in the back of a limo or he's in an SUV? Whatever vehicle he was in, he's far back from the driver. So I'm just thinking, how is this possible? And it's like he would have to be one of those stuntmen in the movies. So I thought to myself, you know, we're hearing all about this. It's all over social media. It's all over Facebook. It's all over everywhere. But here's what we didn't hear, but you're going to hear it right now. This is the contrast. According to the Associated Press NORC Center for Public Affairs in their latest poll, you ready? They report 85% of United States adults say the country is on the wrong track. 85%. And 79% describe the economy as poor. Well, we already know that. Even among Democrats, 67% call economic conditions poor. That's the Democrats calling their own party who is in, in control now in the White House, 67% poor. Have you heard about that? Probably not. Have you heard about it on MSNBC, NBC, CNBC, CNN, and all of those wonderful networks? No, you haven't heard about it. But what you have heard is the January 6th hearings. Casey Hutchinson, Pat Cipollone, all those names are thrown out. Oh, well, you know, they're going to get him. They're going to get Trump. Yeah, okay. Wait a minute. He's not the president. I mean, this is this is what when I say contrast. All right. So you hear about the January 6th hearings. You don't hear about this latest poll that says 85 percent of the country say we're, we're on the wrong track. You don't hear about that. And then Hunter Biden. I finished reading the book and let me tell you something. This is the most amazing thing. <laughs> Here's a friend of mine texting me. He says, Donald Trump identifies as Gumby or Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> that's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's a lunge from the back of the limo to the driver's seat. Anyway, Hunter Biden. You ready for this? This is what I mean, and this really personifies the Democratic well-oiled machine. Sometime in October 2020, the New York Post published the first of a series of exclusive stories from Hunter Biden's laptop. Here was the headline 
October 2020 in the New York Post. Hunter Biden secret emails revealed Ukrainian exec thanks Hunter Biden for opportunity to meet VIP dad. This was on the front page, posted 5 a.m. October 2020, sometime in October 2020, trending all over social media. Six hours later, Facebook pulls the plug. Facebook says, we want to be clear that this story is eligible to be fact-checked by Facebook's third-party fact-checking partners. In the meantime, we are reducing its distribution on our platform. In other words, you can't get it. All right? Immediately thereafter, Twitter followed suit. After that, the post-Twitter account remained locked for two weeks until the night before the election. Unprecedented coordinated censorship by two of the largest multinational companies in the world. This is all from the book Laptop from Hell by Miranda Devine. After the election, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey admitted the censorship was a mistake and the and he acknowledged that the laptop was not hacked material. It was directly from Hunter Biden's laptop. And by the way, Facebook never even bothered to reveal the results of the supposed fact check. There it is. There it is in a nutshell. The well-oiled machine. If it's about Trump, it's all over the news. If it's about Biden, negative stuff, you don't hear a word about people talking about how bad things are. You just, you just, I just read you this survey. I found this buried on page 12 somewhere of a, of a paper, of an article. So when I say well-oiled machine, that's what it is. And, and we have Seth coming up in a moment. How many times has Seth talked about being in Facebook jail, Twitter jail? And, and has talked to us about, well, here's how you can follow us now. You got to do this. You got to do that. So they make it difficult if you're on the Trump side or the Republican side or the conservative side. They make it difficult because they have an agenda. The liberal media, the woke media, all of them, that's the agenda. And this clearly points it out. Talk with the Purpose is a show every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey, 609-407-1450 is our number here. And without further ado, we bring in the one and only Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity. How many times were you in Facebook jail, Seth? Yeah, well, we're not in jail anymore. We're sort of like uh, <laughs> under house arrest. Okay. Uh, so we, we, we could... We could walk around the house, but if we go out to, you know, outside the front door, you know, the the bracelet activates and, uh, you know, we, we feel pain like one of those dog fences. So we're free to post whatever we want, but nobody could see it. And that's why it's so important for people to go to our libertyandprosperity.com website, to go to our Facebook page, to go to our Twitter uh, uh, page also. But you have to be active. You, you can't assume everybody else is seeing what you see. You've got to hit the share button with the Facebook icon or the Twitter icon. You've got to email to your friends, and that's the only way we get our word out. All right. Uh, can you talk about you posted a, an email about the budget, 
and I'll tell you, you're you're an expert at this. And I seem to think there's uh, hidden money in the budget in debt service, uh, paying back debt service. Uh, what's your what's your take on this? And uh, is the budget is it bloated? Is it too much? What are your thoughts on that? Well, there are two bad things about the budget, and we we talk about how New Jersey changed over the years. We actually had this Democratic governor, a guy called Joel Parker in 1875, who put it in our state constitution that everybody had to be treated equally by the government. Everyone had to pay taxes at the same rate, no special giveaways for special groups. And when we had that kind of government in New Jersey for basically 50 or 60 years, uh, from uh, actually from 1875 right up into the 1960s, uh, New Jersey was debt-free. We didn't have a sales tax. We didn't have an income tax. Uh, we had the best schools in the country. We had the best highways in the country. We had the fastest trains in the world came to and from Atlantic City. I mean, New Jersey was a paradise. And then suddenly, in the 1960s, we started this culture of, oh, my property taxes are too high, so let's have a sales tax uh, to pay for it. Or uh, the property tax are too high, so let's give a break to veterans and give a break to senior citizens and give a break to farmers and give a break to real estate developers. Uh, every time we invented a special break for special people, we got higher taxes for everything. And that's the culture we got ourselves into. And unfortunately, both the Democrats and Republicans are into it. And this this budget we got now, the $56 billion budget, I mean, when you think of how ridiculous it is, they say, okay, property taxes are too high because the governments are spending too much money and we have too many mandates and we have too many uh, lawsuits and regulations and uh, we have to have diversity and we have to have uh, uh, environmental impact. So when it used to cost like $500 to, to fix a hole in the, in, in the roof, now we have to spend $20,000 and we have to borrow the money for, uh, you know, for 15 years to pay it. I mean, it's nuts you know, what we have. Um, but but this is you know but there's nothing to change it, and the Democrats are, are doing this. And and just one specific example, uh, there's going to be a tax break, what they call the anchor tax break, for homeowners and renters. So the so the spending is going to be out of control for local government, and so all the businesses are going to pay higher taxes, but homeowners and renters are going to get a tax break. You're going to get a check from from Murphy uh, to how wonderful he is, but because all the you know all the stores and all the doctors and everyone you do business with is going to pay higher taxes, so you're going to go into the Wawa and and your your three dollar and seventy five cent half gallon of ice cream is now going to be eight or nine dollars, and uh, you know so so you're going to pay the because ta- Wawa is paying the taxes, so it's this little shell game. Uh, designed to fool people into thinking that Murphy is making life affordable when they're not making it affordable. And uh, if you go to libertyandprosperity.com, I read a whole essay on that. It was actually published in the South Jersey Times. So uh, that's what's going on there. So we have this budget, and every Democrat in the state voted for it. Every Republican in the state voted against it, except here in Atlanta County, where Republican Vince Palestina uh, and uh, uh, Don Guardian and uh, Claire Swift voted for the Murphy budget. <clears throat> and, and I'm sure at the meeting today, somebody will tell us the inside deal that was made. Because how can you have every Republican in the state votes against it, but three vote for it? 
you know, what was given to these three or given to Atlanta County. Uh, and, and it's disappointing that the press of Atlantic City had a whole front page article on the budget, but not one word of how our local legislators voted. But that's why we need liberty and prosperity, and that's why we need your help. So uh, should they have voted against it? And if so, Seth, why? Well, what, what the Republicans need to do that they have not done is they've got to say, all right, here we see uh, Murphy, we, we, the state is $240 billion in debt. Oh. We, don't, we haven't funded our pensions. Uh, we get automatic toll hikes every year, not to fix our roads, but to pay the debt. So now we have maybe uh, you know, 8 or $9 billion like left over from all the federal money we got. So you would think they would say, well, let's start uh, paying down the debt. Let's start being responsible. Uh, let's get to the causes of why New Jersey has uh, the, the, like some of the highest taxes in the country. But no, uh, the Democrats had the special giveaways and gimmicks for their constituents. We see that the uh, Republicans did the same thing. They said, well, we also want special breaks, but we want special breaks for our people. And apparently Vince Palestina negotiated something uh, that's going to benefit people around here. But, you know, that's not fixing the problem. What's going to happen, unfortunately, uh, New Jersey got this honest government in the first place because we had a total economic collapse in 1837. For the same reasons, we're going to have an economic collapse now. So when you suddenly you have your your firemen, your teachers suddenly are told that they're going to get 20 or 30 cents on a dollar of the pensions that they thought they're going to get, you know, that's when the reality will come. But I'm afraid it's not going to come before then. All right. So how do they is there any money to pay down the debt in this budget? Did you check into that? No, 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 no. I mean, they well, they're they're saving uh, they had like about eight or nine billion dollars extra, mostly because of this federal money. So of the eight or nine, it appears that they are spending like half of it. And the other half, they're they're holding back because it's probably a, a phony budget. In other words, they're expecting money to come in that's not going to come in because there's probably going to be some sort of recession in the latter part of the year. So we're you know, we're, we're basically uh, at zero. So, uh, but but the thing is, you know, we shouldn't be having this discussion. Uh, on a radio program after the budget is done. What's really a disgrace is that the media and Republicans and the Democrats, nobody talked about what we were facing during the months or two before the budget so the voters could be informed and the voters could say, well, this is what I like and this is what I don't like. It's all after the fact. They made their deals. They got their votes. It's done. And we're, we're not going to uh, hear from this again until maybe in, say, November, December, when it say, whoops, we've got to raise the tolls another dollar uh, because we don't have enough money to pay the debt that we, we took on uh, to fix the roads 15 years ago. So that's uh, – but again, that's what Liberty and Prosperity tries to do, and we need your help. We can't do it by ourselves. Well, uh, Claire Swift is coming on our show in two weeks. So uh, I, I will uh, send you an email to remind you. You may want to call in and ask her a question. All right. Uh, uh, OK. But but right now, I'd like to just talk a little bit about July 4th. OK. Uh, because it is important. And that's really the focus of our group. We're named Liberty and Prosperity uh, because that's the motto of New Jersey, which means that you have a good, comfortable, safe life if you have liberty. Uh, but if you don't have liberty, you don't have a comfortable or safe life. Uh, 
And here, July 4th on Monday, it's not just Independence Day. It's American Independence Day. And I know it, it would upset the folks at Stockton College to say that our American Independence Day is different and it's better than the Independence Day of almost any other country in the world. Because let's face it, uh, Haiti has an Independence Day. Mexico has an Independence Day. Asia, you know, have hundreds of countries or dozens of countries in Asia, Africa, and South America. They all have Independence Day. But how many people are lined up at their borders trying to get into Haiti or trying to get into Mexico? None. Or all these other countries with Independence Day? Nobody. Nobody's and, and lined up. And how many people in those countries are doing everything they can, can to get out? Just about everybody. Over here. Just about everybody, right. And, and it's interesting because Abraham Lincoln, in almost every speech he made, uh, pointed out what made American Independence Day different and our Declaration of Independence different is he said it wasn't just uh, separating our country from the motherland, but in embracing these sentiments of our Declaration of Independence, these self-evident truths that were all created equal, that were endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and that governments are created to secure those rights equally for everybody. So America was never perfect, but when we understood and respected those self-evident truths, America brought more wealth, more opportunity, and more justice to more people than any other nation in history. And so we have that little message on postcards, and you could pick them up by coming to our meeting at Sal's Cafe at Groveland Avenue and New Road in Summers Point. Uh, they're in a waterproof bin on the steps of my office in Summers Point at the corner of Shore Road and the, long to long, and the road to Longport, right cat a corner from the Wawa. Um, and just pick up as many postcards as you want. And because we're running out of cards, uh, if you didn't donate to Liberty and Prosperity uh, this year, please give us $30 or whatever you can online or through the website. And it's very discouraging to see how many Americans are not celebrating July 4th uh, because they just don't understand what makes our country special, what makes July 4th so special. And I actually saw, uh, you know, they, they, one of the uh, TV stations was interviewing people on the street. Well, how are you going to celebrate uh, July 4th? And, and one was a, a young uh, black woman said, well, I don't celebrate July 4th. I celebrate Juneteenth. <laughs> but, you know, Juneteenth was when Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation got to Texas because about uh, 200,000 mostly white men died to to defeat the slave owners to enforce the Declaration of Independence uh, or to, to, to enforce the uh, the Emancipation Proclamation. And if you heard Lincoln's speech or, or read his speech at Gettysburg or, or any speech he gave, he said that the Emancipation Proclamation comes from the Declaration of Independence because he said in 1776 when we said – uh, we, we hold these truths self-evident that we're all created equal and endowed with certain rights. He said that meant there'd be no room for slavery in America. And if we started out with slavery, it was the duty of every American to end it. So how can you say I'm going to celebrate Juneteenth without celebrating July 4th, uh, the day we embraced the Declaration of Independence? Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, and I'm amazed, and, and not that we're against Juneteenth. But I'm, I'm amazed at the priority that is not put on July 4th, but was put on Juneteenth. 
I mean, Channel 6 covered the parade live. <laughs> and, and not only Juneteenth, but we have our Pride Day, yeah. Day of the Woman, and the Day of This, and Black History Month. So we forget about uh, we we celebrate every single holiday, but the basics, except the basic right. holiday right. that made all the other holidays possible. That's right. So I I, I don't want to yeah. So so that's uh, our message. And again, please pick up our postcards. And I guess I want to talk about one final point. Go ahead. Uh, before I go, and that is, I spoke about this on Harry Hurley. I actually called Harry Hurley uh, about something else, and he asked me my opinion on this invasion of illegal immigrants. And uh, it was at the top of the hour, so I couldn't really I- explain the detail. But the bottom line is, we don't have an immigration problem. Uh, we don't have a problem at the border. We don't have uh, uh, a problem with a wall or border enforcement. We have a full-scale invasion of this country by millions of people. And it's no different from when America was attacked by Japan or Germany or, or threatened in the Cold War by communists. There are people who want to destroy our country, and they saw for 100 years they can never destroy America with armies or with invasions or with weapons. But what the, our enemies have done is they have turned the greatest virtue of America – I mean, they say that we're racist, we're oppressors, we're intolerant, we're this or that. But the truth is Americans are probably the most decent, tolerant, understanding people ever on the planet. And our enemies have turned that virtue into a weapon to destroy us. Because we are so tolerant, we have so much compassion, we want to help others so much, that when we have millions of people coming to our border, coming into this country and then ending up voting in our elections to vote our system out and and this uh this hateful socialist or uh you know islamic or or, or culture that doesn't tolerate uh individuals to pursue their life the way they want to do uh it's destroying our way of life and there's there we are powerless to stop it because we are so virtuous we cannot, you know, like, how do we stop this? We can't build a wall to stop it. People get around the wall. We can't uh, stop people at the border because eventually people will get through. And, of course, Democrats don't want to stop it because they know that all those illegals are going to be voting Democrat out of gratitude for all the free stuff that they're getting from the Democrats, uh, as Governor Murphy uh, said. He said, I, even though I didn't get my $56 million in the budget, I'm going to figure out a way to use the money I got to help those illegal immigrants. Did you, did you hear that part yeah, of the speech? Yeah, I heard it, yeah. 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 So, 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 so what can we do? And I guess the first thing we have to do is to admit that we have an invasion. And if you have compassion, have a little compassion for your children and your grandchildren and your nieces and nephews. And think of the wonderful country that our parents and grandparents gave to us and, and ask what we're doing for our children and grandchildren in return. Uh, because uh, there's only one way to stop this. And again, uh, a wall won't stop it. Enforcement at the border won't stop it. We could hire 100,000 border agents won't stop it. The only way to stop it is to do what countries that we hate do to stop it. What do they do in China, North Korea? What happened if you broke into the border and, and, and snuck into Iran? What would happen to you? So, we have, yeah. You'd be a goner. <laughs> well, we don't have to be that harsh, but we have to arrest everybody who is in this country illegally. And there'll be a lot of them, so we have to put them in camps to hold them. 
And then we have to put them on buses, ships, and planes to send them back to the countries they came from. And when we do that, the cartels and coyotes who made millions of dollars uh, in bribes to bring them here, they won't get paid and the invasion will stop. So the bottom line is that is what we have to do to stop it. But are Americans too kind, too compassionate, too understanding to know what uh, to do what it takes to save our country from this invasion? Or will we say, oh, well, we, we, I feel sorry for that when I saw on TV the, the crying women, the crying children. Oh, it, it's horrible. We can't do that. But if we do that, think of the people you don't see. Think of your children, your grandchildren, yeah. your nieces and nephews, and what kind of country they're going to have if we don't stop this. So that's the final message uh, for July 4th for Liberty and Prosperity. And, uh, whoops, I'm, I'm late. I better oh, head over there now. Okay. <laughs> uh, have a great weekend. All right, you too, Seth. Happy 4th. Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity. Meeting starts at, uh, just started at 930. At Sal's Coal Fire Pizza on New Road in Summers Point. And uh, also, libertyandprosperity.com is the website. Talk with the purpose is the show. I'm John DeMassey. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. Coming up on a break after the break, Matt, John, Craig, and another John in that order. And maybe you at 609-407-1450. Back with more Talk With a Purpose after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. And we're back here on Talk With a Purpose. As always, we have... The man in the right position. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, starting off the show, our leadoff hitter, the one and only Matt in AC. Matt, good morning. Happy 4th, and welcome to the show. Happy 4th to you, Coach. Very happy 4th to you. Thank okay? you, sir. Thank you, sir. Same to you. Just, I just want to touch on your comment about this uh, this Cassidy Hutchinson. Yeah. Okay, I got a follow up. I got a follow up at the end. I'll get it in. You might not like it, but anyway. it's all right. It's okay. Uh, she is. I don't know where she came from. I don't know who she is. But she said he tried to grab the steering wheel and yeah. then grab the uh, the neck of the uh, of the Secret <laughs> Service agent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
funny is that, huh? I just don't. I mean, listen, I'll tell you, I know Donald, and Harry will back me on this, because I worked for Harry under Donald Trump. Um, Harry was my immediate boss, but he'll back me on this. Uh, the dude is a clean freak, okay? Yeah. And another thing she came out with was he was watching, I don't know, some show, MSNBC or something, when the attorney general was uh, testifying. And he got so mad that he threw his lunch plate against the White House wall. Yeah. Yeah. I, heard, I saw there that too. Ketchup, yeah. Yeah. There was ketchup dripping down the wall. Now, let me tell you something about Donald Trump because I know him. <laughs> yeah. There was ketchup rolling down the wall. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I laughed at that one too. Day, yeah. One day I, I was walking through the lobby and I, and I ran dead smack into him. That's when I worked for him and Harry. And he goes, hey, man, how you doing? I says, good, Mr. Trump. How are you, sir? He goes, what's that? What's that envelope, you guys? says, my payroll. I got us from my payroll today. I got to go down the payroll, human resources, whatever. He goes, okay, very good. Let's walk and talk. I want to talk to you about something. So we're walking through the lobby, and everybody's noticing him, of course, and there's starting to be a crowd. So security had to come. And he stops dead. And he goes, Matt, 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 come here. And he was mad at the fingerprint smudges on the brass railings going down to the casino from the lobby. Okay? Yeah. He said, this is unacceptable. All right? And he, what I'm telling you is he can get mad, but he's not going to throw the lunch plate against the wall. Trust me. I don't know where this Cassidy Hutchinson came from, but she is a goofball. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, and tell me if I'm wrong. When you testify in front of Senate, you're under oath, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, huh. I, I mean this girl should be arrested. Yeah, and and you know, this girl- yeah, Seth has often pointed out that this this hearing or these hearings, there's no cross examination. So there was no attorney. No there was no attorney representing Trump to say, well, wait a minute. Where did he throw it at? How did he throw it? You know what I'm saying? They go through all of those things, and there was none of that. And I'm thinking to myself, he's going to throw a plate against the wall and ketchup is going to run down. I'm thinking, but how about the lunging at the driver? You're in a limo. Did you ever, ever ride in the back of a limo, I Matt? How, how could, yeah, you, how could you lunge at the driver? You've got to be 15 feet from the driver. How, how do you lunge? that? I mean, you'd have to be a high jumper. I, I, so it, I'm, I'm listening to this. I'm saying, wait a minute. You know, it, it doesn't make sense, but it's all, you know. There's a there's a big partition there anyway. You can't get through there. That's really. true. You yeah, that's I mean? that's the other part. Yeah, that's the other part. You're right. You can't get. Yeah, you can't get to the driver. Yeah, I mean, he, you're in a you're in a especially if he was in the beast. I don't know if it was SUV or the beast. Either one. Either one. Right. That's like yeah. dog. Double yeah. armor. You're yeah. in like a box right back there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it so doesn't. I, I, any, all this stuff is just so unbelievable it's, to me, it, it's John. Not I swear to God, I'm, I'm telling you. But here's this is the this is the point I'm trying to make. The Democrats have they can't run on their record. They're grasping at any straw they can get, and anything they can bring up, they're going to bring up. Right. But it's so unbelievable. The American people are not stupid. All right, they can see right through it. Okay, yeah, you they heard can see right you, through it. You heard my uh, my report. Eighty five percent of U.S. adults. This is a poll taken last week. The country is on the wrong track. 
85 percent. Exactly. 85%. So, right. yeah, they got yeah, nothing. You're, you're absolutely right, Matt. And, Matt, thank you. And thanks for being leadoff. As always, thanks for the call. Yeah, they got nothing to run on. And they haven't for a long time. Except, well, we're going to give you, give you, give you. Talk with the purposes of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. John is in Summers Point. We'll get to you after the break. Craig... John in Ocean City and Greg in Absecon. We'll get to all of you after the break. Talk with a purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5, 609-407-1450. Back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. And you know, uh, BF Mazio and all the folks over there wish you a happy fourth, and they say happy birthday, America. And you know, this is barbecue season. We're in peak barbecue season. So if you're going to do that, you know what to do. You're having some people over. You contact BF Mazio. They can customize all the sides for you, whether it is the potato salad, coleslaw, macaroni salad, fruit salad, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You want to throw in some desserts. You want to throw in some corn on the cob. They'll do all that for you. Just call in or go on the website, bfmazio.com, order, and then you can pick it up when ready. And and that's simple. And listen, you you got to do it today because tomorrow's the third, Monday's the fourth. And before you do the fireworks, you're going to do your grill. So that's what you do there. B.F. Mazio, of course, also the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. All the great summer fruits are now out. And the other thing is that every year we've talked to you about this, best of the press. B.F. Mazio has got best of the press seven years in a row for best gift baskets and fruit baskets. Why have they gotten best of the press? Because they are the best, plain and simple. And also, last year, they got Best Produce Store. So this year, the nominations will begin actually probably about a week from Monday. And we'll talk more about that on later shows. But uh, that is coming up as well. B.F. Mazio, baked goods, prepared foods, gourmet specialties. In fact, I, I did a little thing in my head. How many gourmet specialties are there at B.F. Mazio? Too many to mention. <laughs> all right. So it's all right there. Baked goods, prepared foods, uh, you name it finest fresh fruit and produce, and, of course, prepared foods as well. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. bfmazio.com is the website. We're back with more Talk With a Purpose and your calls after these words. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Hi, I'm Larry Styler. And I'm Sean Styler. In our ever-changing economy, we certainly understand the need for homeowners to watch their spending. But your home is not a place to cut corners. When you're in need of roofing, siding, or windows, place your trust in East Coast for our certified services and installations. Our GAF, Master Elite Contractor Status, provides assurance that you're dealing with a reputable company that can provide you quality roofing products and lifetime warranties. Our certainteed five-star contractor status ensures you'll get the professional siding job that you deserve. Faithfully serving South Jersey since 1979, we can offer you financing options that can help get your project started sooner. So call us now at 609-625-1900 or visit us at eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation today. If you'll call, we'll show up. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home. 
If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio, 95.5, Accuate the forecast for South Jersey. Periods of clouds and sunshine today. A brief shower or two in the morning, followed by a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm in the afternoon. Storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds with a high of 87. Overcast and humid tonight, with a few showers and a heavy thunderstorm with a low of 70. I'm AccuWeather's Gregory Patrick and WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you'd like to email me during the week, J-D-A-D. V is in Victor one at Comcast.net. J Dad V one at Comcast.net. And of course you can always follow us on Facebook, our Facebook address at Talk with a Purpose. At Talk with a Purpose is our Facebook address. And that's our show, of course, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Let's talk to John in Summers Point. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Good morning, John. Um there's a couple things I'd like to say, if you don't mind. I sure. Was going Go ahead. to say one thing, but uh, it, uh, Seth Grossman uh, was on before me, and uh, I just have to mention he he's an incredible guy. Uh, you're very lucky to have him on your show every week. He's so informative about everything, and he knows what he's talking about. I'd love to see him write a book uh, or two, and uh, he really needs notoriety. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is about this Hutchinson deal. Um, something I don't know if you guys picked up, but I heard it on Fox News and Newsmax that there's at least one Secret Service agent, maybe two, that are willing to come through and testify that this was all false, what they said about him. And these are the people that were in the car with him. Right. Okay, so it didn't happen, okay? They're just blatantly making up lies, and they're willing to go before the committee. Of course, the committee will never take them up on it. That's the problem. Right. You know why, don't you, John? You know why. Oh, yeah. I mean, this narrative is shot. Exactly. Exactly. You you put those guys, those guys were in the car and they're going to say, well, but think about it, John. Logically, you're in one of those cars and you heard Matt say the partition is there. How are you going to be if you're in a limo? You ever ride the back of a limo? How far are you from the driver? How, how far are you from the driver? I mean, that's, that's a 10, 15 foot jump. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't think Donald unless, Trump unless could Donald do that. Donald Trump is stretch arm, Armstrong right. or something like that. Right. He can't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it is unbelievable. The absurdity of it all. And, and that's why I wanted to point that out, because, you know, they'll go to any length to do that. But they won't tell you that 85% of the country think that we're on the wrong track. They won't tell you that. <laughs> you know, 
They just want to tell you what they want to tell you. That's, and that's all there is. To that's it. exactly right, John. There's not one Republican on that committee. The, there's two rhinos, but they're not Republicans. That's right. Yeah, Liz Cheney. Oh yeah, sure. She's a real Republican, huh? <laughs> Thanks for the call, John. Appreciate it. Craig is in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Well, happy Fourth of July, Mister D. Same to you, my friend. And. uh uh, I, I only called because I heard you're handing out, like, some fruit uh, things from Asios for free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And so, and, and so our witness, okay, uh, talks about the, the John Bourne moment uh, of Donald J. Trump beating up a Secret Service guy who can press 385 pounds. Yeah. Donald yeah. Trump can't walk down a, a, a steel slope. But now he's kicking rear end of the Secret Service, which is it, John? <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. so, it's we, so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. It really is. Okay. So it's as ridiculous as when Liz Cheney comes up and gives the girl a hug and a kiss. Jeez. Afterwards. Jeez. You did a great job, sweetie. Oh, yeah. You know, your lie was so good. Everybody believed your storybook moment yeah oh my gosh anyway it goes back to what we talked about before with our mr governor desantis over there and you said oh i love desantis and i i, I agree you know and bob i heard you last week down there from cape may but uh desantis never had you like what desantis does but don't forget governor scott set it up remember that you know, it's not like the Santas did all this in one term. The taxes were great down in Florida before everybody was talking about it, and they ran down there because it was. And most of the people that ran down there are Democrats, you know, that work for the government with their pensions right. from the state of New Jersey. Right. And we're stuck up here. They needed pensions to live up in New Jersey, but they're down in Florida spending our money. Right. Um, you know how that works. Yeah. Can we talk about the strategic reserve for a second, and then Pfizer, and then we'll, I'll get off. Okay. So we empty. Uh, we 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 Donald Trump fills it up at a dollar ninety eight. Yeah. And Biden empty, empties it out. That's right. And then Biden says, "Let's fill it back up at six bucks." Yeah. There's a rocket scientist. Yeah. That's yeah. why we call him the recession. Resident. That's the nickname for him. That, that, that's exactly, that's very appropriate. Okay. And then part two, his brain over there. Allegedly, I hear that, uh, that we were paying like $14 a dose for the uh, Pfizer dose. And now they got the pills. The pills, you know, they're not, they're not moving. Did you notice? The, the, the delinquency of warehouse must be filling up with those uh, yeah. pills. But uh, they went from $14 to $30. Pfizer's supposed to make, you ready? Yeah. A billion. A billion. Jeez. Now, so, we have Pfizer. Do you think we, there might be like a little something going on here with all this stuff? You, you mean, you're, are you suggesting that the Biden administration made a deal? Joe Biden makes a deal? Come on now, Craig. Well, I... <laughs> John, I think the pharmaceutical I'm, industry I'm, I'm historically be, is donating yeah. to the Democratic oh, yeah. Party. Oh, absolutely. Can we take it a step further? Yeah. Go ahead. 3% of, um, uh, what is it, those uh, clinics for women, uh, that abortions are 3% of their business. 
but they're closing up. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, you have a you have an advertising agency, right? If you yes. lost three percent of your business, would you close? No. No. Okay, what would you do? Pick up more business somewhere else. Pick up more business somehow, but you wouldn't three percent wouldn't affect you no. enough to close. No. No. Not at all. I think maybe it's not so much the abortions, but I think possibly, as disgusting as this may sound, some of the tissue that's sold is what is the profit center. Probably. Probably. There you go. go. John. Good stuff. Donald J. Trump had us, uh, you know, also had a great thing with the Supreme Court. He hired all those people. And the lead one is Justice Thomas, people, who rides around on a, in a camper during the summer, and he meets all of America. He's a great guy. Uh, I'm going to leave you with that. All God right. bless America. Okay. Happy Fourth, Greg. Thanks for the call. Talk for the purposes of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. As always, our number one flies by. After the break, we have John in Ocean City, and we're going to have Greg in Absecon, and maybe you at 609-407-1450. In our number two, uh, we'll continue a discussion of Hunter Biden's laptop from hell. I've got a couple of quotes I want to run by you, and <laughs> a couple of the things. Oh, what a charmed life Hunter has led, thanks to Daddy. All right? That's all I can say. Well, you knew that already. 609-407-1450. Final thoughts in hour number one after these words. My name is David Dorshu with Recovery Centers of America, and I want to help you find freedom for your addiction to drugs and alcohol today. Here at Recovery Centers of America, located in Mays Landing in South Amboy, New Jersey, we believe that with the right tools and right people by your side, coupled with faith, you can recover. That's why we created Freedom a Christian-based addiction treatment program designed to strengthen your faith and help you achieve lasting recovery. Our expert team of physicians, clinicians, and nurses will provide you with evidence-based treatment, and our pastors and spiritual advisors will guide you to healing through a fresh connection to God. Do Bible studies, prayer, and biblically-based 12-step recovery groups. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Your future is so much brighter than you can imagine. The only thing you have to do is ask for help. At Recovery Centers of America, we answer the phone and admit patients 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial.com. Just a reminder that if you miss any of today's show, you can catch us tomorrow. It's the Talk With a Purpose replay, Sundays, 5 until 8. 5 until 8 every Sunday, Talk With a Purpose replay. It's today's show tomorrow. Right here, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Also, hear us on 1450 AM and online at WPGTalkRadio.com. Talk with the purpose is the show. Let's get right to the phones. John is in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Uh, yeah, good morning. 
Actually, uh, many Secret Service agents have distanced themselves from that woman's allegations, which further takes away from her credibility. Just putting that out there. Yes. Um, yep. In the last century, pulverized skin and bones from animals was used to produce diamonds. It's been provable. It's, it's not some tinfoil, off the world tinfoil wearing nonsense. It's true. A Swiss company, Algordanza, A L G O R A D A N Z A, has successfully produced diamonds from the pulverized remains of human skin and bones. So it's, it's, it's a real deal Holyfield type of thing. Anyway, a rapper named Kendrick Lamar had appeared on stage wearing a crown, a thorny crown. Jesus' thorny crown was his blasphemous, but it also had 80 diamonds embedded in them. Now, just where did those diamonds come from? Is it beyond the pal that suggested they're from the remains of pulverized uh, skin and bones of aborted fetus? I, don't, I, would, I would say so. Um, yeah, uh, that crowd that wants to impose a 1984 world communism on us all. The Nazi Germans did celebrate Beltane. That's May Day. Uh, they say that they celebrate the Workers' Revolt. That was the Haymarket Affair of 1886, Chicago. That was May 4th to May 11th. Now, Yuri Gargarin had circled the earth in his Sputnik, and he said, I looked for God, I didn't see him there. So the communists prided themselves in not believing in the things and things of a spiritual nature. Well, Beltane along with Samhain, which is Halloween, that's when the, uh, the the vow between the physical world and the spirit world is at its thinnest. Now, people who don't believe in a spiritual realm, why would they celebrate May Day? Because it was the founding day of the Illuminati. That's uh, Bavarian Illuminati. Munich is the capital of Bavaria. That's where the Nazi party got their start. Also, there was a Soviet, uh, a, a, a Bavarian Soviet Republic before there was a Soviet Union. So those people that cherish May Day want to impose worldwide communism on us, and they're working from behind the scenes right now. They've already divided our country. Now they're going to conquer. We have to stop all this craziness. And I'm not just some tinfoil-wearing nut. I can prove everything that I say. Anybody that investigates what I say, I can back it all up with facts. Everything I'm that I say is back to historicity. So, yep, thanks. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you can, John. You're always thorough when you come here on the show. Appreciate it. Greg is in Abseek. And, Greg, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Mr. Massey, good morning. Morning, sir. Yesterday I had a chat. They had a show on, and they were discussing the Illuminati and globalism. Apparently it was founded in 1776. It's just coincidental that that's our Freedom Day, by the way. Yeah. But what we have taken place, well, that's another story, but as what's happening into the country right now and these in, the infusion of people and drugs yeah the intent is to break us down as much as they can for eventually become a globalist mr joey has about a snowball's chance in hell of that ever happening he could dilute it dilute us until you couldn't see us anymore yeah and he's still going to have a war on his hands and that's the number one line of that story because it's never going to happen. No. And he should knock it off. If he wants to become a globalist, we will set him ashore or put him wherever he wants to be. Leave us alone. We're happy with our freedom, and that's going to remain the way it is. Yeah. We're uh, more than happy yeah, yeah. with it. That, that, that kind of is a nice, and Greg, thanks for the call. That's a, a nice Fourth of July message. Uh, yeah, it. it Listen, there's there's nothing like this country, as far as you know what we've been able to accomplish, and 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 that's why this democratic stuff really bothers me. Can we get Alan here real quick? 
All right, Alan Corbin City. Al, good morning. You got about two minutes. Democratic stuff really bothers me. Al, Al, good morning. You're on. You got to turn your radio down, Al. Two minutes. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Al? Turn your radio down. You're, 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 uh, good morning. You're on. You got to turn your. Okay, can you hear me out? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Um, I tell you what. One little bit of hope that I had, and I realized it more uh, this week. Uh, when the woman who was a uh, Hispanic down in I think it's Arizona or was it Texas? I'm not sure which. Uh, first Republican Hispanic to ever uh, be elected to office. And what she said is the same thing I see every day. I work, I'm a chef. I work, work with a lot of Hispanics. They're hardworking people that love their families. They don't want anything to do with LBJ. And they, if there's one in their community, they just they live and let live. Um, all they want to do is work and help their families and be able to worship their God. Yeah. That's why they came here. That's right. And, and that's what she said. She said, they have us, the Hispanics, all wrong. The Democrats think that we're like them. We're not. And, and they're going to see that more this year than they ever have before. Al, we're coming up on the uh, top of the hour. If you want to call back later, feel free. Thanks for the call. Talk for the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey, hour number one in the books, hour number two on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number two Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Good to have you with us. As always, happy birthday, America. Happy 4th. We hope you're going to be celebrating with friends, family, loved ones, etc. And really, if you're going to, you know, please do not try the fireworks thing. I mean, there's, there's always danger in that. Just go see the fireworks. There's plenty of them around. I know they have the big one in Atlantic City to, uh, Monday, so you can do that. 609-407-1450. I thought we'd start off this hour by just giving you a couple of things. Uh, left over from last hour, and this is more on the book Laptop from Hell, oh, is that which is the Hunter Biden book by Miranda Devine. Yeah, and um, before I get to that, I just wanted to say congratulations. I've been critical in the past of Bob McDevitt, Local 54, uh, and his leadership, but uh, congratulations. Uh, there will not be a strike in Atlantic City, except for the Hard Rock. I understand they haven't settled yet, but hopefully okay. they will. But uh, listen, I've been critical, but when they do something good, you know, you got to mention that as well. So uh, congratulations to Bob McDevitt and Local 54. I don't want to see a strike on 4th of July weekend. We're going to have a strike. So no strike, which is good. All right, 609-407-1450 is our number here. More on this laptop from hell, the Hunter Biden book. Here's a couple of quotes. <laughs> you ready for this one? This is, and I laugh because this is an actual quote 
Joe, President Biden on Hunter, and this aired on CBS News in the year 2020. Joe Biden said, of Hunter Biden, he said, he is the smartest man I know. Well, yeah, he's smart because he's managed to get no pay jobs, right? I mean, it, it just, it's incredible. And then Hunter Biden, this is a quote from the book, politics is not the family business, service is. Now, when you say service is, service to whom? To the Bidens? Yeah. That's what it is. This is just, I, I, I just pulled out a couple of things from the book. You may have heard this, but one of the big Biden donors is a gentleman by the name of Jeff Cooper. He's an attorney, and he runs the largest asbestos litigation firm in the country. And he put Hunter on the board of his venture capital firm, Eudora Global. So he's on the board and he gives him shares of the business. Now, this is when Joe Biden was vice president. Also, I mean, talk about a privileged and charmed life. Hunter landed a no-show job for the New York-based firm Boys Schiller Flexer LLP. This is a firm that had close ties to the Clintons. Okay, (laughs) that's great, isn't it? So he gets a no-show job, and I think he was getting, oh, $216,000 per year, which is less than what Chris Coleman and I make. A little bit less, right? (laughs) $216,000 a year. (laughs) Oh, I tell you, what a charmed life. And there's some other quotes. and I mean, it's just... He had some proposed titles. He was going to write a book in 2018. And here was two of the titles that he was suggesting. This this guy, well, listen, he, he's, he's out of it. Here was one title, A Crackhead's Guide to Hotel Etiquette. <laughs> or, here's another one, Why Crack Cocaine is Better for You But Not As Much Fun as Vodka. I'll tell you. Hunter Biden. And then he said, when Joe Biden was no longer vice president and Hunter was getting 80000 a month from Burisma, they cut him down to 43000 to which he said to his father, how do you expect me to live on $43,000 a month? I mean, really, are you serious? How can a person live on $43,000 a month? This is what he said. But when you're privileged... And when you get everything handed to you, well, I guess that's a come down. Imagine 43000 a month. I think I could struggle with that monthly. You know, I think most of us could struggle with 43000 a month. Oh, boy. Hunter Biden. 609-407-1450. That's our number. 609-407-1450. Talk with a purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's uh, let's talk to Bob and Kate May. Bob, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hi, John. Uh, look, uh, the uh, the January sixth committee it just demonstrates how completely corrupt they are with with this this uh, Cassidy Hutchinson. 
If I'm a prosecutor, if I'm even a Democrat-leaning prosecutor, but I have one iota, one ounce of honesty in me, one, you know, if I'm looking to be grounded in the truth, what am I going to do? If I want to really nail Donald Trump, but but I want to be be truthful, I'm going to corroborate her her account and. Either they didn't interview these these Secret Service agents that were there in the car with them, or if they did, they this this Stalinist committee chose to ignore it. Yeah, it's just one. It's one or the other. But yeah. Either way, it shows that they they are completely without merit. So now, I just want to talk to to my friend Craig. <laughs> you know, we should be on the same side here, okay? It's, yeah. it's not, it's not, you know, again, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis, great guy, be terrific for the country, and President Trump demonstrated that he was in many ways terrific for the country. Yes. Uh, but Governor DeSantis, his success in Florida, again, Rick Scott was a good governor, Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush, believe it or not, was a very good governor. But they don't come close to Ron DeSantis and what Ron DeSantis did. And again, I contrast the COVID response, the federal response versus what happened in Florida. Federally, Donald Trump gave control of the U.S. economy to a medical bureaucrat, Dr. Fauci, and the scarf lady, Dr. Brex, they closed down our economy on a federal basis. They closed down our schools. One of the few leaders in this country that stood up to them and did not allow their, their economy to, to be destroyed was Ron DeSantis. Right. And Governor Kemp down in Georgia. Governor Kemp in Georgia, let's, let's be honest, okay, despite President Trump absolutely vilifying him i guess the people of georgia like him yeah he, he won re-election by a pretty big big margin and and a lot of it had to do with governor kemp in georgia did not close his state down either he had the courage to stand up to fauci and to all the other uh you know bureaucrats that wanted to shut us down and 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 you know unlike the 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 horrible phil murphy and cuomo and wolf and all the others that just just inflicted severe pain on on their states so that's so anyway uh, good I've stuff bob yes john good so. good that's okay all listen right. try try doing three hours <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll tell you what, people people do not appreciate how much prep work it takes to, to do a show like you do. Yeah, you know, and, it, and, you it know, does, yeah. Give, you know, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how Harry does I don't, it. I don't either. I, I, I really don't. I, 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 you know, and you see his Facebook posts. A lot of times it's, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning. He's putting stuff on Facebook. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I, I, I know he's prepared for the show. He gets up at 2 I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how he does it. I really don't. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you know. Years ago, I sat in for for Seth for like an hour, John. Yeah. And it took me it took me four hours of prep work to do that hour. Yeah. You know, you know, the kiss of death in your your business is is dead air time. That's right. <laughs> That's, That's right. That's right. 
Bob, happy fourth. Enjoy it. And, uh, thanks, Joe. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Matt is in AC. Matt, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Yeah, John. Thanks for a second call. Um, yeah, I just wanted to reiterate. I heard your other caller say some things about this Cassidy Hutchinson, but also, um, Harry told me that, um, all of her testimony was hearsay. Not only did they not cross-examine her, but all of her testimony was was hearsay. I heard about this, and somebody told me about that. Now, how is that admissible in court? You're not a first-hand witness. No. I mean, you, you know what I mean? How is that even admissible in, 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 in a court or in a Senate hearing? You know what I mean? Come on now. Yeah. Well, she didn't see any of it herself. You know, you know, you, you watch these legal shows, Matt, and they say, well, that's not admissible. It's hearsay. The, the lawyer objects. Hearsay, Your Honor, you know, sustained objection. So how is this? This is supposed to be, you know, a legal proceeding. How is it a legal proceeding if the person testifying is all on hearsay? And there's no counter testimony. How is that? Yeah, I, I, I don't understand she, that. She heard about it. Somebody told her about it. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But anyway, I'll leave you with this. I give off the. I get off the phone and listen. I'm going to give you a little ribbon here. All right. Okay. And get a chance to do it in the first call. I'm looking at my 105 pound blue nose pit bull. Right now, he's staring dead at me. Okay, <laughs> with them yellow, with them yellow eyes and them snake eyes. Okay, he's sniffing. His snippers up in the air. He's smelling something out the window. You know what he's sniffing, John? What's he sniffing? A Subway series, buddy. Ah! <laughs> I know you're a Philly fan. Oh, oh, I know you're a that hurts. He's sniffing a Subway that series. That hurts. Buddy. Oh. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll uh, call listen, you next week. Listen, I love you. listen. Bye. They lost three in a row. Your team lost three in a row this week. Come on, let's 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 be yeah, honest. But, all right. Yeah, but they're good, man. Yeah, they're I know. Good. I know they're good, and it, it it saddens me to say on the air that they're good. Matt, thank you. Happy Fourth. Okay, <laughs> you and your pit bulls. Can you imagine? Jeez. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Andy's in Brigantine. Andy, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Morning, John. So, uh, just a little dovetail off of Matt. Um, this uh, Hutchinson woman. Everything she said, every answer she gave was prefaced with the words, and I quote: "I was told something to the effect of." Yes. I was told something to the effect of, in fact, Tucker ran a montage. She must have said it 15 or 20 times. Right. I was told something to the effect of. Now, um, you know, there's an old adage, believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. Now, you, you and I have watched enough legal television shows going back to Perry Mason that this was a sham. I mean, there was nothing. There was no one there to uh, to um, uh, ask questions of these witnesses, so-called witnesses. There was no rebuttal. 
There was there was nothing from the other side, and Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. So, so that's one. So this this whole thing is a joke. Listen, here's a man who's been out of office for a year and a half. Yeah. Yet they are still they are still trying to prevent him from running in 2024. Right. Now, right. Here, here's 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 what they don't understand about Donald Trump. The more you attack him, the more you are ensuring that he will run because he's not going to let these things stand. That's right. He might have had a chance had they just kept their mouth shut after the election and not and just pretended he didn't even exist. But by continuing to go after him, they're only ensuring that he's going to run because they, he's not going to let this stuff stand. That's that's one. Now, number two. We are we are being told by the same the same people who told us that Donald Trump was so feeble that he needed two hands to pick up and drink a glass of water yeah. is the same Donald Trump who overpowered a 300 pound Secret Service agent and commandeered the limousine. OK, yeah. the same man. Yeah. The same people are telling us this. OK, how ridiculous. Yes. OK, number three. Number three. Joe Biden refers to the extremist Supreme Court. Think about this. The people who advocate for the killing of babies are calling the people who are now trying to prevent the killing of babies extremists. Yeah. How's that work? Uh, Now, Kathy Hochul, Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York. What a hideous woman. She, so, she makes so, Cuomo look good. Uh, Bi- <laughs> yeah, well, so Joe Biden had a, a Zoom call with governors yesterday, and they're advising him on what to do about this Roe v. Wade situation. Kathy Hochul actually told Joe Biden that he should use federal facilities now to conduct abortions. There's something called the Hyde Amendment, John. The Hyde Amendment prevents federal taxpayer, federal dollars, which are taxpayer dollars, from being used to perform abortions. So you couldn't really perform abortions in federally owned property because that property belongs to you and I, the taxpayers. Right. So these these people who don't know history, who don't know the Constitution, who don't know civics are running the government. It's 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 unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know the the the, the um, abortion was never mentioned in the Constitution. The word abortion was never mentioned in the Constitution. So the Tenth Amendment says that anything that's not in the Constitution is under the jurisdiction of the states. Yes. So the justices were compelled. They were compelled yes. to overturn Roe v. Wade because the first decision in 73 was unconstitutional. Mark Levin called the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision a result in search of a constitutional foundation. They wanted to, they wanted to make abortion a constitutional right and they found a way to do it back in 73 using using um, the privacy clause. But it, it's not mentioned in the Constitution. It should never have been a constitutional no, right. No, that's right. So, so they just, they, uh, they kind of write it. And Andy, thanks for the call. 
they kind of righted what was a wrong, I guess, in 1973. But it's up to the states. That, that's all it meant. It's up to the states. Talk with the purpose is the show. Every Saturday we're here, 9 until noon, on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. After the break, we'll have Greg and we'll have Tom and maybe you at 609-407-1450. That's our number here. More calls and uh, more discussion. I got a story to tell you that, well, it's kind of par for the course these days. Uh, I'll tell you that uh, after the break in the course of hour number two. 609-407-1450. Back with more talk of the purpose in just a moment. But I wanted to talk to you about, you know, my favorite automobile, Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City. 3169 Fire Road in EHT. And as always, when you get people riding in my car, they'll say, wow, this is really, I can't believe how smooth this is. Well, it is. It's, it's, it always has been that way. I mean, so if that's what you like, you know, if, if you want to get into a car that's safe, that's good to drive, that's pleasant to drive, that doesn't uh, stop for repairs every every two seconds, then that's that's what you want. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT, and online at aclexus.com, aclexus.com. I've been driving the ES350, and actually, I've been driving that model for, I would say, probably about 10 years. And a friend of mine bought an SUV, a Lexus SUV, and I've been driving with it, uh, in it for a couple of times, and I said, you know what? I'm thinking about that. So I'll keep you posted on that, getting an SUV. Who knows? I may. You, you know how one day you just say, I want another car, and you get it? But it will be a Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City. Online at aclexus.com, aclexus.com. Uh, end of the year, always special financing, special deals. Good time for you to look at a Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City. Again, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And online at aclexus.com. Back with more Talk With a Purpose. Your calls after these words. I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Last month, the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, and New Jersey law enforcement agencies falsely blamed white supremacists and right-wing extremists for rising anti-Semitism in New Jersey. However, during the past few years, the most deadly attacks on Jews in New Jersey were done by black nationalists, not whites. They included last month's brutal beatings and knifing to Orthodox Jews in Lakewood and the deadly 2019 attacks on Jews in Jersey City and in nearby Muncie, New York. At Rutgers University, eggs were thrown at Jewish students during a Holocaust ceremony. Yearly, Al-Quds rallies around the state often include Jew-hating rhetoric. So why don't the ADL and Homeland Security talk about this? Is it because they'd rather help elect Democrats than keep Jews safe? Let's talk about it at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people, join our weekly breakfast, donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. Libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks. Fireworks, 4th of July, and B.F. Mazio. That's a winning combination. B.F. Mazio can help you prepare for your big barbecue with a custom order of holiday sides and salads. B.F. Mazio features the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere, plus baked goods, prepared foods, gourmet specialties, and more. B.F. Mazio, best of the press, seven years in a row for gift and fruit baskets. You can order online at bfmazio.com or in person at 601 New Road in Northfield. Happy birthday, America, from B.F. Mazio. 
My name is David Dorshu with Recovery Centers of America, and I want to help you find freedom for your addiction to drugs and alcohol today. Here at Recovery Centers of America, located in Mays Landing in South Amboy, New Jersey, we believe that with the right tools and right people by your side, coupled with faith, you can recover. That's why we created Freedom, a Christian-based addiction treatment program designed to strengthen your faith and help you achieve lasting recovery. Our expert team of physicians, clinicians, and nurses will provide you with evidence-based treatment. And our pastors and spiritual advisors will guide you to healing through a fresh connection to God. Through Bible studies, prayer, and biblically-based 12-step recovery groups. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Your future is so much brighter than you can imagine. The only thing you have to do is ask for help. At Recovery Centers of America, we answer the phone and admit patients 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. And speaking of Recovery Centers of America, Fighting the Opioid Addiction, our series, uh, coming up in hour number three, uh, courtesy of Recovery Centers of America, Pastor Zach, a very inspirational guy, and uh, he's going to talk about freedom, of course, 4th of July, freedom from addiction, and also Jenna Gravenstein, she's going to be with us. She's a former patient. She's currently in recovery, and we're going to hear her story. So this is a very inspiring hour coming up, 11 o'clock this morning here on Talk With a Purpose. 609-407-1450, before I get back into the calls, I have to share this story, and it's a real brief one from my grandson. So he says to me one day, we're driving in the car, me and him and his mother, and he said, Papa John... Do you like Trump? I said, yes. Do you hate Biden? I said, yes. He said, that's good. <laughs> I said, we, we weren't even talking about that. But that's, listen, 10 years old. He knows, all right? 609-407-1450. Greg is in AppSeek. And Greg, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Miss Namasi, good morning again. Sorry to bother you. That's all right. You're not bo- I listening earlier. Greg, you never bother me by calling. Never bother. Okay. Thank you. I opened earlier about uh, the globalist and the Illuminati. Yes. Back in 1776, they claimed that it was tied into the dollar bill via the pyramid that appears on the dollar bill. Yes. And they had about a 15-minute dissertation about the pyramid. The only problem is they never topped it off about what was sitting on top of it, the all-seeing eye. My recollection growing up was it was a symbol of the Masons. had nothing to do with Illuminati or globalism. You're probably right. Trying to sell us. You're you're probably right. That was my. Yeah, that's. They were all Masons back then, by the way. Yeah. Many of our leaders. Yeah. But I just wanted to get that squared away because (laughs) it didn't make sense that I opened with it and that there was no conclusion. The conclusion is it's. My recollection is that it's the Masonic. It's one. It's a Masonic symbol. Yeah. Yeah, well, I would think you're right, uh, because you're, you're right back then, there was a lot of them were Masons. So yeah, I, I would, I would go with that. But a, a lot okay. of times, Greg, what happens here on the show, so you'll understand that we try to get all the callers in and when we're backed up, 
you know, uh, to be right. fair to everybody, you know, that that's what happens. And especially at the end of an I hour. We understand. You know, <laughs> I'm getting signals. You have a nice holiday. You too, Greg. Happy 4th. Thanks for the call. Tom is in Little Egg. Tom, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hey, how you doing, John? Good. No strike, no. huh? No strike. It's hey. just good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't care anyway. I was walking. I was crossing it anyway. Not on my busy weekend. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly right. How how stupid would that have been, huh, to, to have a strike oh, yeah, on no. 4th of July weekend? Come on. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strike and then lose money now. Yeah, yeah. I, plus, the casino's been good to us. I can't really complain. Yeah. <clears throat> you know? You know, it's been really good. You know, I can't really complain. Good. You That's know, good. last night. So last and what happened last night, you know, you were talking about earlier about them saying that that, that nobody celebrating for July. Well, let me tell you, we had the fireworks last night. We were packed, so people are still celebrating. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and that's the way to go to watch the fireworks and not try to fire them on your own because that's dangerous, as you know. I mean, the, those people that do those fireworks right. are professional. I mean, they they know exactly what they're doing, so you don't want to you don't want to. Try to mess with fireworks, you know. But uh, anyway, right? What's on yeah, what's on your what's on your mind today, Tom? About, yeah, I'll talk about fine. I'm done with all of that, you know. Yeah. compared to what this guy is doing to our country, you know. Did you hear uh, my um, my survey results? Eighty five percent of the country say we're in the wrong direction. Eighty five percent of adults say we're headed in the wrong direction. Eighty five percent. Nah, your your prediction's wrong. Come on, eighty million voted for him. How's that right? Something's <laughs> wrong with your prediction. <laughs> simple, I mean, you know, that's where that's where it's now. You think about it. You think about. It, I know everybody doesn't want to hear it. you're racist. Where the election was rigged, so I don't give a damn anymore. Yeah. You know, we're like, don't you? They put him in. He didn't. He didn't go out. Didn't have no rallies. So if I'm going to run for president and nine people show up to my rallies. I'm going to win. Yeah. I, we, I, I, people don't see that now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, know, you can say what you want. I don't believe it anymore. I don't believe it. And listen, Trump, he will win. Well, Trump's going to run. I guarantee you that right now. But he's not going to win because you know why? Why? I'm going to tell you right now. When he went to the CPAC last summer, and he was always saying, we're going to start a third party. He should have started his third party. This is what's going to kill him because, you know, he was at the CPAC. The problem is the, the existing parties that are in place right now are destroying our country. The Republicans and Democrats, they are destroying us. I don't, I, people have been in office 40, 50 years, 20 years, 13 years. They're only about themselves. They're not about the American people anymore. Now, you can't start, Trump's going to start a party. He should have started. If he doesn't start that third party, he's not going to get elected because the Republicans are not going to get him in. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, I, Listen, I'm know, a Trumper. Yeah, me 100%. too. Me too. And the problem is, and the problem is you know, because, um, it's just it's not going to end with it, you know. You have to call it we the people. That means everybody's involved. Right. Every race, every color, every nationality. We the people party. This party, the two existing parties in office, are destroying us as you and I speak right now. Yeah, well They done. are bringing our countries yeah. to the knees. I don't care about the gas prices. Both sides are involved with that, too. Listen, Biden did more damage to this country than Trump did in five years. And nothing's happened to it. That shows you how corrupt both sides are. Oh, yeah. He should have. I don't care. We got we have Republicans in there. But why aren't they still form a committee and try to try to um, uh, 
impeach him, but they're not. No, they're not. not? No. What, are you worried about? No. You worried about getting like that's why I don't trust those parties anymore. No, they're I destroying don't. us. And if I, people don't wake up, it's really sad, John. It I, really is. I agree. And, and, it's it, going to be Venezuela, I'm telling you. I, 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 Tom, thanks. I'm telling you right th- now. Thanks for the no. call. Appreciate it, and happy 4th. 67% among Democrats call economic conditions poor. Thank you, Joe Biden. 85% of U.S. adults say the country is on the wrong track. 79% describe the economy as poor, but this is Democrats now. 67% call economic conditions poor. 67%. That's Democrats. And have you heard anything about that? Not if you watch CNN. Not if you... Oh, oh by the way, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, I think Fox had it. Laura Ingram had it the other night. <laughs> Kamala Harris. She can't put a sentence together. And and uh, they ran a story that she did on CNN. And the question was, is Joe Biden running for re-election in 2024? She said, Joe Biden is definitely running for re-election in 2024, and I will be his running mate. Isn't that a isn't that a wonderful thought on the Fourth of July weekend? Well, yeah, you can run. I I guarantee you. I guarantee you this, and you can't guarantee much in this life, but I guarantee you, if Biden ran again for re-election, I'll bet you whoever the Republican is, he would be slaughtered in the election. It would be like Reagan and Jimmy Carter in nineteen eighty. That's what I think. But anyway, talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. After the break, Linda, then Bill, and then maybe you at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More Talk with the Purpose after these words. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And don't forget, I'm here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 with These Money Minutes. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Hi, I'm Larry Styler. And I'm Sean Styler. In our ever-changing economy, we certainly understand the need for homeowners to watch their spending. But your home is not a place to cut corners. When you're in need of roofing, siding, or windows, place your trust in East Coast for our certified services and installations. Our GAF, Master Elite Contractor Status, provides assurance that you're dealing with a reputable company that can provide you quality roofing products and lifetime warranties. Our certainty five-star contractor status ensures you'll get the professional siding job that you deserve. 
Faithfully serving South Jersey since 1979, we can offer you financing options that can help get your project started sooner. So call us now at 609-625-1900 or visit us at eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation today. If you'll call, we'll show up. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon, clouds and sunshine with a brief shower or two. Look for a heavy thunderstorm later. Storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds. High 90. Tonight, overcast and humid with some showers. Low 71. Sunday, sunny to partly cloudy. High 88. Monday, partly sunny. High 87. I'm AccuWeather's Chris Morelli on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we're back here on Talk of the Purpose. Don't forget, if you miss any of our shows, you miss it today or you miss it on Sunday on the replay. We have our John DeMassey podcasts. Ah, yes. All you do is Google John DeMassey podcasts. And all of the shows come up. 130. Wow. (laughs) I don't realize I've done that many. I've done more than that, but I mean, 130. Wow, that's a lot. So you can check that out anytime. Google John DeMassey podcast. They come up and you can listen to any of the shows at any time. Talk with a Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's go to the phones. Linda in Apsekin. Linda, good morning. Happy 4th. Yeah, happy birthday, U.S. Americans. For those of you who are still American, you know, it's not all of the U.S. is American anymore. Right. So, I don't think Trump did any damage to follow up. Just, just a, a remark, not a harmful remark meant to uh, the country. I think, if anything, the country did damage to um, President Trump. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, especially those in government, those those American, those great American senators in those lofty positions and in Congress in that lofty position and SCOTUS, that lofty position. So um, anyway, now, I, I... DeSantis is all that and a bag of chips. Okay. So, now, DeSantis, I think it may have been, I stand to be corrected, maybe it was back in May of uh, 21, where DeSantis, I, let me use my word, said, all right, no more state of emergency. Man was brilliant. But no one, in my mind, faced what President Trump faced when two world-renowned doctors, I guess, Burks and Fauci, knew on the scene, didn't know much about them, except that they were the only ones that had the answer. And they went to the president. And what did they bring President Trump? They brought him models. And what did those models say? They said that America is going to have um, now. I stand to be corrected on these numbers, but they're probably pretty close. Uh, uh, a million five to two and a half million dead people, and it was going to be imminent. Whoa. Wow. They go to the president and they tell him that. And those models, you know, they were from, from the U.K. And, right. and these are supposed to be great models mm. until they weren't great models, until it wasn't so. 
But he wasn't dealing with that yet. All he knew is that he's going to lose two and two and a half million people because of the pandemic. And there was nothing in sight to do anything about it. And in fact, when you were going to shut down the hospitals, you were what, what you were doing, you were shutting things down, making people stay at home because you, the, the hospitals, the doctors they, were they, scaring the they, they, they right. were going to be overrun. Right. You'd have dead people lining lined up laying in around the block. So this is what this president was uh, he he was faced with. Nobody should be faced with that. No. But he was and he and he handled it. And it, he was amazing. And while at the same time, no and while America is really humming like your Lexus, this hits. And <clears throat> So what did he do? He also had the courage to talk about therapeutics because hydroxychloroquine was saving lives. Yeah. But that was a forbidden word. You couldn't mention that. That's right. That's right. at At the same time... At the same time, he's faced with America facing, a, 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 like, I guess, the bubonic plague. I mean, really scared. You're alive one morning and you're dead before you go to, your, to sleep. I mean, you're dead at night after dinner, if, if you're well enough to have dinner. So there is no one like President Trump, but no one. And, um, and respectfully, what DeSantis did is great for Florida. But what Trump did for this whole country, even for the world, was brilliant. And he did the best he could, even though I don't like vaccines. I'm not, I don't like this vaccine. But he did. He made the best decision with the information he had available. And he never factored out of that equation therapeutics. And, and got vilified in the media for for doing a good job and also you know they never gave credit for the fact that he fast-tracked whether you like vaccines or not that saved us linda that saved us you know and he made the best decision right. you're right fa- and you know and you know how he fast-tracked them you know how that got he gave them money yeah yeah i mean money yeah Let's make a deal, which is what he did in business. And, and th- isn't that common sense? I mean, you've got a country and all those shutdowns that they said about, oh, we got to do this, we got to do that. The shutdowns didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. He re- he relied on these lofty doctors and these brilliant pharmaceutical companies. What, I mean, he's just he's just a brilliant president and a businessman. Absolutely. And he knows how things work. So it's up to the doctors to do the emergency use authorization to turn them into full authorizations. That's up to the doctors. That's right. But we really never got to that for ne- some never, strange yeah, reason. You're right. Because ne- they're of all, all, I think there's ulterior motives. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, no, yeah. Trump find no fault with a man. He's not in the same class as uh, as president. He, I'm, I'm talking about for what Trump did. But DeSantis and him aren't on the same page, even though DeSantis would be a great president. I agree with that. I, I, I agree that DeSantis would be. Linda, thank you for the call, and happy 4th. Happy birthday, America. Good stuff. 609-407-1450. Bill is in Ocean City. Bill, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Good morning, John. Uh, I have two quick comments, but before I get to them, if I may, I'll just say to Linda's point, um, I'm a physician, and when we have a committee meeting about patient care or medical staff issues, 
every physician there, every person participating is required to state whether or not they have a conflict of interest or a potential conflict of interest. Yeah. That could impact on the decisions we're about to make. Yeah. And that's something Dr. Fauci just will not do. And his people, they hide everything that could certainly be a major conflict of interest, like investing in the lab where this virus probably escaped or income they get from different uh, pharmaceutical companies. Those kind of conflicts of interest should be stated clearly at the beginning. And it's required of every physician who participates in uh, governance in the hospital medical staff. But that's that's aside. Okay. one quick comment about the January 6th committee. I think it's very clear what it's about. Oh, yeah. It has nothing to do with finding facts or the truth. They probably wrote a draft of their report before they had their first meeting. It's all about referring Donald Trump to the Justice Department for criminal prosecution. That's all this is about. That's right. And that's what they're after. So we can anticipate that's the conclusion they will arrive at at the end of their little dog and pony show. Um, The second thing is uh, one ruling the Supreme Court made uh, last week that hasn't had a lot of press is they they knocked down an EPA bureaucratic uh, regulation about carbon emissions because they said the EPA overreached what they're allowed to do. And uh, that brings up a great point. There's a whole lot of bureaucrats in that fourth arm of government that regulate us. Nothing's voted on. Their rules are like law, but it never goes through Congress. It never gets debated or or brought before the American people. Um, And I think part of Trump's legacy for now is that we've got a Supreme Court with a majority of justices that will abide by the Constitution. It's something very novel. We haven't seen this in decades. And so you're going to see a lot more regulations, I think, knocked down because they go beyond what the bureaucrats have been authorized to do. And, and I really thank President Trump for that. So when it comes November, we have to vote Demo- whether we're Democrats, independents or Republicans. We have to see what the leadership within the Democratic Party's doing. I think they're being run by Marxists, both domestic and foreign. We have to vote them out at every level. We That's have right. To overwhelm their ability to cheat because they're right. going to cheat. Oh yeah, they're going to try to keep keep Republicans from getting a filibuster-proof majority in the Senate. So we have to overcome that effort, and we have to get uh, Republicans in there who will support Trump's uh, worldview and agenda. Bill, good stuff. That's all I got. Bill, good stuff. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. 609-407-1450, that's the number here. Uh, we got John and Bob. Hang in there. I'll get to you in a moment. I wanted to run this story by you, and I'm going to ask you a question after, and if you want to call in and, and, and answer the question, all right? This is a story, and, and, it, and it goes to show you the state of the world today. Coatesville, Pennsylvania, A teacher in the Coatesville area school district was fired for putting a piece of tape over a student's mouth. And the piece of tape said, I have nothing nice to say. Now, if you ask me, I think that's kind of extreme. But nevertheless, this teacher did it. At a meeting the other night, 
the school district in Coatesville, PA, voted to dismiss the teacher. Her name is Audra Ritter. She was a special ed and English language teacher in their middle school. She's also president of the district teachers union. And the student was humiliated and offended, according to a statement of charges. And I have the article here. And it says uh, the teacher was trying to diffuse a situation with humor. The student was yelling at a classmate ahead of taking a, a test. The teacher said she had a good relationship with the student and said the student was laughing in common her class after the tape. Which the teacher described as art tape rather than duct tape was placed on her was placed on the student's nose. Now. After hearing all of this, I'm asking you a question. What was the race of the teacher and what was the race of the student? Once we establish that, we can probably understand better why this outcome. Teacher was fired, 28 years on the job, fired. Now, that was extreme. I agree with you. I agree with that decision. It was extreme. What do you think? Huh? What was the race of the teacher? What was the race of the student? <laughs> you could probably figure this one out. 609-407-1450. Maybe your answer after the break. And then John and then Bob. And maybe you at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com and you can listen to joe yakovich on saturdays here on wpg talk radio 95.5 fm for over 37 years joe yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan you'll find joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world the path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. My name is David Dorshu with Recovery Centers of America, and I want to help you find freedom for your addiction to drugs and alcohol today. Here at Recovery Centers of America, located in Mays Landing in South Amboy, New Jersey, we believe that with the right tools and right people by your side, coupled with faith, you can recover. That's why we created Freedom, a Christian-based addiction treatment program designed to strengthen your faith and help you achieve lasting recovery. Our expert team of physicians, clinicians, and nurses will provide you with evidence-based treatment. 
and our pastors and spiritual advisors will guide you to healing through a fresh connection to God. Do Bible studies, prayer, and biblically-based 12-step recovery groups. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Your future is so much brighter than you can imagine. The only thing you have to do is ask for help. At Recovery Centers of America, we answer the phone and admit patients 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. And a reminder again, our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series coming up with our partners, Recovery Centers of America, Pastor Zach and Jenna Gravenstein, former patient and currently in recovery. We'll talk to them. Freedom from addiction. That is the theme on today's show, Fighting the Opioid Addiction. 609-407-1450. John's in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Yeah, with the World Revolutionary Movement of Communists that are trying to impose class warfare along racial lines, I wouldn't be surprised if the teacher was white and the kid was black. Uh, yes, you're absolutely right, John. The teacher was white and the kid was black. How did you guess that? Come on. <laughs> well, the, com- the communists have taken over uh, the Democrat Party as early as 1980. That's according to John Robeson. Uh, that's a MI6 intelligence officer who just recently passed on. Regarding Freemasonry and how it's tied in with Illuminism, it was John Robeson, professor of natural sciences, advanced mathematics and physics at Edinburgh University when, when education meant something. He said that Freemasonry had been commandeered or infiltrated and successfully taken over by the Illuminati, the Order of the Illuminati, founded on Beltane, 1776, in Bavaria, Germany. <clears throat> that was at the Congress of Williamsbad, Williamsbad, Germany, circa August 18th, August 28th. That is 10 days. Uh, it was actually Captain William Morgan who refused to take the 16th right of Freemasonry within the York Rite. And that's Royal Archmason. You cannot test it. And that, and that brotherhood he belonged to, you cannot... Uh, Turn on a brother in a court of law, even if he's a traitor or a murderer. He refused to, so he he doubled up with a, a ex Freemason and owned a printing press and started printing out anti Illuminati literature, anti Freemasonic literature. The man's printing press was burned to the ground, and he was murdered trying to escape into Canada from from Vermont. Now, what happened there was two things. In 1826, it led to uh, the Second Great Awakening, where thousands of York Rite Freemasonry were so ticked off about what happened to Mr. Morgan that they renounced Freemasonry, became born-again saved Christians. And this is a fact, not a fiction. And also, it led to a third party, a short-lived third party, the Anti-Masonic Party. But here's the thing. We should, we could have a constitutional, American constitutional party, and just, just scrap these two parties that are ruining our country. Thanks. All right, John. Thanks a lot for the call. Bob and Kate May. Bob, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, John. Look, just just want to respond here. Again, my, my friend Linda here. Uh, you know, Governor DeSantis was presented with the same bogus, sensational models. Completely the same. Okay? And they were totally bogus. But he didn't swallow them hook, line, and sinker. So by, by early May, Florida was starting to open up again. The, the restaurants and retail stores small business people they were saved the school started opening okay uh again you know the 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 scientific evidence was becoming very clear by late april that the virus in 2020 that the virus was not as communicable and as deadly as the fauci bricks model it indicated so the, the national response should have been at that time 
I'm not going to sacrifice the economy of this country to these career-long medical bureaucrats that were intent on imposing their will and destroying the American economy. And so, and one more thing I want to talk about these these vaccines here. You know, as it turned out, they really were only medically indicated as it turned out. Now, it's easy to second guess. I understand. But as as it turns out, they were only really indicated unless you had comorbidities, unless you were very, very old, obese, had diabetes. Uh, you know, these... the. Unfortunately, the, the pharmaceutical industry, the doctor that, that called before me, now there's the key. They had so much profit with these vaccines oh, yeah. that we ignored the therapeutics. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I had a blood clot last year, never had a cardiovascular issue in my life. Now, it could have been related to that fall I had where I was in bed for almost two months. But I've had other friends. It's all anecdotal, I understand. Uh, friends that I only got the two vaccine shots. I regret that I ever got them. I really do. I don't think they do a damn thing. I think the taking vitamin D and zinc and, and, and vitamin C, is, I think I think that is far better for you. Uh, I think that's far more effective. But again, the uh, uh, the 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 idea that that you know these vaccines were are such a great thing for this country. I don't believe it. I think we should have put our focus on on the therapeutics. So, well, yeah, you know, you know Bob, <clears throat> we go back and forth with this, and and I think really what Linda's point was is that Trump was faced with pressure, you know, and and he's listening to a lot of people, namely fraud Fauci and and Doctor Burks. And, you know, finally said, hey, let's let, let's give some money out and let's get a vaccine. And I think that helped. Bob, thank you for the call. Thanks for calling back. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Hour number two in the books, hour number three on the way. Fighting the opioid addiction. Freedom from addiction today is the theme. Pastor Zach and Jenna Gravenstein from Recovery Centers of America. Hour number two in the books, hour number three on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And as we do every month here on the program... We present our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series, and today the theme, appropriate for Fourth of July holiday, freedom from addiction, whether it's drugs, alcohol, or whatever. That's what we're talking about today. And our guests are Pastor Zach, who is probably 
and many of them are, but he's probably one of the most inspirational speakers you'll ever hear on this particular topic. And uh, I suggest you you may want to get your tissues out because sometimes these shows are tear jerkers. Uh, but Pastor Zach is here. Also, Jenna Gravenstein, she's a former patient and uh, she is in recovery. And we're going to hear her story as well. And both of them are going to talk about freedom from uh, active addition in honor of the 4th of July. Pastor Zach, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, John. How are you? OK, uh, Jenna, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, John. Thank you. Uh, you are inspirational. I mean, I, you know, I, I got to tell you, it's just, you know, but I'm not going to try to pronounce your last name. That's going to be up. To, <laughs> that's going to be up to you at some point if you'd like to. But we'll just call you Pastor Zach. Uh, talk about your talk about your story. Freedom from addiction. And I, I understand you had a really uh, I mean, you hit the bottom. So talk about that and kind of how you got back into the game. Well, rock bottom looks different for everyone, John. Uh, for me, rock bottom was making uh, too much money at a young age and thinking that I was uh, on this uh, this path of, of life. And literally, I was on, on a path of destruction. And um, I was working to pay for my addiction and um, everything was going good. I was living in Ocean City, New Jersey. And, um, you know, you, you said rock bottom. Uh, my rock bottom for me was success. And I needed, you know, I needed something bigger than myself to get me out of the mess that I was into. Um, I just remember one day I was getting high. You know, my roommates had just gone away on vacation. I was getting high like a normal day. And I remember hearing an internal voice asking me, why are you wasting your life? And it was at that moment I knew something bigger than myself was reaching out to me. And I, I literally looked up to the ceiling and I said, I don't even know why I said it at the time, but I said, God, if this is you, prove yourself to me. I wasn't looking for God. I wasn't going to church. I wasn't going to AA meetings. I was, I was an active addiction. And I remember praying that prayer, and no lie, John, about three to five minutes later, the phone rings, and it's my aunt from Florida. And at that time, I had proved myself and my family. I said, I don't want nothing to do with you. They didn't want nothing to do with me. And I remember I picked up the phone, and she said, this is, this is where her exact, her exact words to me was, Zach, God is trying to get your attention, so pay attention. And she, and she goes, I got to go. And she hung up on me. And I remember it was at that moment, John, that something bigger than myself was reaching out. So that day I made a decision not to quit, not to quit using drugs, but to start seeking a higher power. That is an amazing story that it's kind of it's like the higher power was behind. Why did she pick up the phone and call you? You hadn't really talked to her. Right. I mean, it wasn't like a no, regular no, wasn't like a regular call. I mean, how does she know to pick up John, the phone? I don't even know how she had my number. Right. There you go. So, I mean, it's like, wow. Talk about like that, that, that sort of like a Twilight Zone episode, you know? <laughs> like, how did that happen? So, so besides your, your, your aunt calling you, uh, but, but, but how did you ultimately, I mean, she's telling you there's a higher power and now you say, Hey, wait a minute. Maybe there is. So I guess that led to your road to recovery. So what happened next? So what happens next is now I start seeking to find my higher power. So I start going to spiritual meetings mm. and you know, if you know, what's, what's the best place to start looking for God, you start going to church, right? Right. So I start going to these spiritual services 
And I remember I was going to my, I was going to these spiritual services high. You know, I was not committed to giving up my addiction. I was just trying to seek out what was trying to reach out to me. If there was a God, I wanted to find out who he was. So during this season of just going to spiritual services, I was hearing truth. And in time, the truth penetrated my heart and it started changing the way I, uh, I was thinking because my, my addiction was a byproduct of my stinking thinking. And it just took some time. It was just showing up and seeking and seeking and seeking and just keep, uh, I like to say, priming the pump. <laughs> just keep priming the pump until you get something out. You know, uh, we're going to talk in a bit about your your program. Every Sunday you have uh, a, a Christian-based faith program at RCA, and it is also virtual. So we'll, we'll talk about that. But I, I, I wanted to also talk about that as a pastor— you're also uh, part of the, the team at RCA. You counsel many who either are there, because I know I called you yesterday and you said, sorry, I couldn't take your call. I was in session. Well, I, <laughs> listen, that's what you do. You're always in session. So, you know, th- th- that's, that's what you do. But talk about your number one piece of advice that you give to people to help them continue their own recovery. I wish I wish I could just give one piece of advice. It's like making a cake, John. There's so many ingredients to, right, to recovery right. and freedom. Right. So the, if I can give you a, a couple of pieces sure. of advice, the sure. first thing is the first thing is is that addiction is a spiritual problem, and our lives have become unmanageable whenever I try to solve a spiritual problem with a physical solution. So the first advice that I give is that you've got to seek a spiritual solution. That's why I love the 12 steps, because the 12 steps positions you to connect with your higher power. Whenever I choose a physical solution to solve my addiction, my life always, always becomes unmanageable. So the first piece of advice is you need need God. In my case, my higher power is Jesus Christ. So because I've connected with him, he's connected with me, he gives me the power that I need to overcome my unhealthy desires. Because, John, to be honest with you, as we speak today, with having having over 20 years clean from crack cocaine, there's still a desire on the inside of me that wants to get high. But God gives me the grace and the power and the self-control. Self-control is actually a fruit of the Spirit. So God gives me all those things to overcome those unhealthy desires, which are spiritual. More to talk about here on the show. Pastor Zach is our guest. Also, we'll talk to Jenna Gravenstein in a couple of minutes. Part of our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series with our partners, Recovery Centers of America. And today, being Fourth of July weekend, we're talking about freedom, freedom from active addiction in honor of July 4th. 609-407-1450 is our number here. If you know someone who may be in the throes of this or you think they are or you want to just call in and get some advice, this is the time to do it, 609-407-1450. Uh, Pastor Zach, you, you're you talking about the higher power, and I guess that's a necessary ingredient for people to buy into that. But what happens when they're reluctant to buy into that? Because obviously that's a key piece to recovery. What do you do then when they don't buy into it? You know they're not buying into it. Well, John, the truth is you don't need God to remain abstinence from drugs or alcohol. Okay. See, freedom freedom is not abstinence. It's the beginning of it. I believe that 
freedom is the restoration of identity. God revealing to you what your purpose is. <clears throat> abstinence is a great place to start. You don't need God to be abstinence from drugs, but you do need God to be free. That's my belief. I know people 30 years clean. They don't go to spiritual services. They don't, you know, their higher power is the table or the chair or whoever, or whatever. And they're not using drugs. So you don't need God to abstain from chemical substances. But is that really the goal? Because I don't believe that true freedom is just abstaining from chemical substances. I believe true freedom is restoration of identity. Knowing who you are. Knowing what your purpose is. Knowing what your God-given assignment is. We live this life, John, so many years go by, and it's like, man, what's my purpose? And we and there's so many people that they're not using drugs. They, you know, they go to AA meetings, go to NA meetings, and I love that. I love AA meetings. We promote AA, and we promote NA. There's nothing wrong with that. But I don't believe that freedom is living a life just saying, I got to get to the next meeting. I got to get to the next meeting. I got to get to the next meeting. To me, that's not freedom. So if I understand you correctly... You don't necessarily need a, 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 a program, a, a religious program or something like that, but it's a, a good tool to have and it obviously helps you stay in recovery. Is, is that kind of a way to summarize what you just well, said? N- no. To abstain from chemical substances, you need a program. Okay. To, to, to abstain from chemical substances, you need a sponsor. You need NA. You need AA. You need the fellowship. You cannot recover by yourself. If you're, if you're an atheist and you don't believe in God, you still need fellowship. You still need other people. You still need the other ingredients so that you can abstain so that they can keep you accountable. You need accountability. You need to be disciplined. You need to, I mean, there's so many other things. No, you do, you, you can't, I mean, God, I mean, in, in, in this in this situation, God is what's leading us to freedom, which is so much more than just abstinence. But if you just try, if you're if you're an atheist, you need to go to programs. You need a sponsor. You need all these other. You need you need aftercare. You need IOP. You need PHP. You need all those things. And and at RCA, there's so many people who are there who are experienced at this, like yourself and others. That, you know, you, 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 you can't, you're saying you can't do this alone. You just can't do it alone. It is, is what I'm hearing right. from you. That's right. Okay. Six oh nine. Power fellowship. Yes. 609-407-1450. That's our number here. If you got a question for Pastor Zach, we'll get to Jenna, Jenna Gravenstein in just a moment. Uh, your faith-based Christian program at RCA. How does that work into the overall plan to maintain sobriety or freedom from addiction of any kind? Well, our program is a 12-step Christ-centered recovery program. And what we do, our number one, uh, the foundation of the, of the Freedom Christian program is love. We love everybody that walks into our meetings. We don't care if you're an atheist, agnostic, Muslim, Satanist. We don't care what your affiliation to spirituality is. We don't care about that. We love you. And, and I believe that's what breaks the barriers to, to, to guarded hearts. And, and I believe that's why our program has been so successful for all these years. People, people have been changed. We've had atheists coming to believe that there is something greater atheists becoming agnostic we've had people saying you know what i don't really believe what you believe 
But you know what? I, I'm, I'm open. To, I'm open to listening to you. I'm open, and it's only because of love. But what the 12 step program, uh, what we do is the 12 step Christ Center program helps you renew your mind. What we believe is that every belief will produce a thought. Every thought will produce an emotion, and every emotion will produce an action. So what our responsibility is, is to expose the lies that you've been believing, expose them, and now we've got to change the way you think about those lies so that freedom can be manifested. And that's a process. So we do use the 12 steps, and we do use biblical principles. So, And these biblical principles that we use are universal. So you can come into the meeting, be an atheist, and you can use these biblical principles and still become successful. Can you tell us when the uh, when the service is, Pastor Zach? When it's, it's Sunday, right? Yeah. So we have a, I, I run a virtual a virtual Zoom meeting on Sundays at ten thirty, <clears> and that's been going on for a couple of years now, and um, that's that, that's been a huge blessing for me. Uh, we've got people <laughs> we've got people on that meeting that are hungry, they're thirsty, and uh, they're excited to be on there. And it's every <clears> Sunday, anyone can attend. Anyone can attend. All right, it, it, it's virtual or is it in person? How does that work? It's so we we have so inpatient the uh, the the in person meeting at RCA is for inpatient and inpatient alone. The virtual meeting, which is on Zoom, it's open to anyone. Okay, uh, what would you do? Just go to your website to get it. So uh, yeah, we can go to the website. Uh, if if I remember correctly, if I'm informed correctly, I'm almost positive that the Zoom link is on uh, the Lighthouse the Lighthouse website. Okay. All right, you're yeah. you're at the if Lighthouse. Not, we can always get that. Right. Yeah, we can always get that to them. Okay, you're you're at the Lighthouse at Mays Landing, six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. That's our number here. Uh, we're going to talk to. Uh, Jenna Gravenstein, we're coming up on a break, Pastor Zach, and after the break, we're going to talk to her and get her story. But her story is probably similar to a lot of stories. Uh, going back into your memory for a moment, uh, can you think of one, besides Jenna, can you think of one recovery story that really sticks out in your mind? And this person might have been hopeless in your eyes, but you know, it ended up you helped them turn it around. So can you can you think of something like that? I can I can think of many like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there sure. Are, you know, I, there there <clears throat> are many stories where they come in hopeless, but they leave hopeful, and families are restored, marriages are restored. Um, I so one of my one of my jobs is to uh, to stay in contact with some of the patients, and um, if that's if they choose to. And I get the stories of of success, but I also hear the stories of of relapses. But there are stories of success; people are being restored. Um, I wish I could give you one story, but there isn't. There's so many stories where people go through the program, they're successful, and they're free. <laughs> I wish I could just give you one, John. But well, I, I I figured you know it, it would be a. It'd be a tough well, one. I will tell you this, Jenna. Jenna's one of them. I can, I can, I can use Jenna. Jenna's, uh, Jenna's <laughs> one of my favorites, and uh, she has, uh, she's showed up. She's been consistent, and uh, it, it, she's, she's amazing. I mean, she, she's done her part. Well, yeah, I guess you have to be consistent, right, in order for it to work. I, I don't think you can be sporadic <laughs> with it. I, it seems to me that's that's the way to go. Uh, okay, we're coming up on a break, uh, and you heard uh, Pastor Zach talk about Jenna, and we're going to talk to her, Jenna Gravenstein. She is uh, a former patient, and, and as they say in the vernacular uh, at RCA, you're in recovery. You're always in recovery. 
So that's that's the way they look at it. But she's done well. And we'll talk to her about her story. And if you have questions for either Pastor Zach or for Jenna, 609-407-1450, that's our number here in the studio. It's Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Again, 609-407-1450. It's our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series, our partners, Recovery Centers of America. Pastor Zach and Jenna Gravenstein will come back with more of today's edition of Fighting the Opioid Addiction series right after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. You know, the holidays are usually a time when if you have someone in your life who you know is addicted and they're reluctant to get help, it could be a difficult time. And we give you the number for the Recovery Centers of America 24-7 hotline, 1-888-RECOVERY, 1-888-RECOVERY. That number is a 24-7 hotline, and you can call at any time, and they will answer the phone right away. And at that point, you know, they'll direct you as to where you can go. And if you're kind of at your wit's end, well, then that's what you do. You call that number, 1-888-RECOVERY, 1-888-RECOVERY, Recovery Centers of America. That is the 24-7 hotline. 
And, of course, it's our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series here. We do this monthly with our partners, Recovery Centers of America. Pastor Zach is our guest. Jenna Gravenstein is also with us. She is a former patient, and uh, we still say she's in recovery, and we'll talk to her. Uh, Jenna, congratulations for continuing your recovery. Uh, Tell us your story. I mean, uh, you heard Pastor Zach say he hit rock bottom. Um, uh, You tell us. Did you hit rock bottom, and how did it happen? When did it happen, and how did you get back to normal? Oh, so bear with me. Um, I I get a little emotional. Uh, so I absolutely hit rock bottom. Um, a big part of my uh, story is that um, I grew up around uh, alcoholism. Um, I am an alcoholic. Um, I have a sponsor who has a sponsor. She knows I'm her sponsor. Um, and I also have to start off with, too, is I absolutely love recovery. Um, it is the one of the best things that could have ever happened to me. And um, I saw the warning signs, like, or I, I should say I ignored the warning signs. Um, you know, I grew up Catholic. Uh, I went to church. And I never really got in touch with God. Um, I left God. God never left me. So I have to start off with that. And um, at first it started fun. Um you know, I, I went to high school, I went to college, uh, I, I drank like I thought everybody else drank. Um, now looking back and doing the work, there were a thousand red flags where, you know, it just, I should have, you know, seen them, but I ignored it. Uh, so I'm very close with my, uh, my family. Um, I have an older sister and then a mom and a dad. And like I stated before, I, um, I, I was around it, so I'm very fortunate and grateful and blessed that I was able to recognize that my drinking was not normal at an earlier age. So it got bad. Um, you know, I, I, I state this because it is very real. I, I never did get a DUI. You know, I never went to jail. Um, I never lost a job. I was pretty close to losing a job. Um, but with that statement, I am 100% aware, and I fully believe in my gut, if I were to continue all of those things, it's not an if, it's a when those things would happen. Um, I was on a very bad path to destruction. Um, I like to consider myself as a uh you know, a bubbly person. I like to talk to people. And then towards the end, and it was not like that at all. Uh, it was very scary. It was a very, very sad, dark, lonely place. And um, well, one how thing long, that I can... How long were you were you drinking? I mean, you said you were young. Uh, were you in high school? Were you in college? Or how young so were I you? First, <clears throat> so I first... Uh, drank in high school and now doing the timeline it was it got progressive over 10 years uh and it started off you know like you get like the glass of wine you know at dinner this is like after college when I hit 21 and then you get the glass of wine after dinner you know you do the social outings and things like that and then it was you know right after work and then it was 
Gosh, then it it was every day. It was literally every day, every second of the day. There was not a sober breath. Um, I had moments where I would want to stop so bad. And one of the things that uh, I realized that it has gotten way out of control is I wanted to start getting healthy, you know, going to the gym. And um, I got the shakes and I realized oh, this is, this is not good. And it scared the living crap out of me, to be completely honest. Yeah. And um, I wanted to stop so bad. And I, I just, I was petrified of making that change. And I, I had people around me that supported me. So I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know why I couldn't open up my mouth. And, and I remember um, one night I was heavily intoxicated and I remember laying on my couch and just, this is, I remember laying on my couch and, um, just okay, take your praying time. and like, okay. And just praying and like thinking like, please take this away from me or don't let me wake up. And it was so real. And I remember calling my mom. It was like three in the morning calling my mom and saying, Mom, I'm an alcoholic. I think I'm an alcoholic. And then I went to, I went after that. I, I did not stop. Um, I continued to drink. Um, I became more isolated, more just, I was lashing out at the people who loved me the most. Um, and then every time I would do it, I would just feel so like, disgusted like my mouth was atrocious I was like I said I was hurting the people I love the most and um I went to detox I went for three days I couldn't tell you anything about it I was out of my mind um and then that didn't that I stopped from maybe like a couple hours after I got home um that didn't stop I continued and then I went to, cause then it was getting to be very unsafe. Um, that is one thing that I will state if anybody is struggling, um, with alcohol, uh, seek medical help because it can get very dangerous. Uh, and so I went to Jenna, I wanted to ask you overall, you said high school, uh, were you uh, drinking addicted to, to alcohol? Was it 10 years, 15 years, can you give us a time frame? Uh, how how long were you in this state of uh, addiction to alcohol? Ten, ten years. Ten years. Okay. Ten, Eleven years. Yeah. Um, so so you tell your mother you're an alcoholic, but you still don't stop. No. Okay. So so uh, let me, let me just bring in Pastor Zach for a moment. Pastor Zach, is this common that? someone in or not yet in recovery hits a wall but still doesn't do anything i'm sure you've heard this kind of thing before is it fairly common absolutely that's why denial is so dangerous actually denial will kill you there's so many there's so many people that are living a lifestyle of addiction for so many years and they don't they don't think they have a problem Absolutely. Yeah. Even after telling her mother, I'm an alcoholic, she still doesn't, you know, so well, we have patients right now who, who've been who are in treatment right now who don't think they have a problem. Right. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, Jenna, 
I, I'm just curious about this. So you tell your mother you're an alcoholic. All right. How long does it take you from that point to seek help and to go to a place like RCA? Uh, I want to a year. A year. Wow. You know, you would think you'd go right away after what you just Mm -hmm. told us. But but you take a year. So what made you at that point? All right. You go through the year. What made you go to RCA or what made you seek help? One of the things that uh, that stands out, there are, there are multiple seeds that were planted in my head. One thing was, like I stated, I'm very close with my parents. And um, I remember my father coming over one time and he said the best medication for him was to never speak to me. And he walked out of my house. Ooh. And that wasn't the, the, the one main thing. It was just, I had one of those moments of, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing with my life? Like, this is horrible. I, nobody wants to talk to me. The only reason why people talk to me is to make sure that I'm still alive. That is, it, it was no longer fun. The fun was gone. And um, I could, one one big thing that I, uh, I have a dog and my dog is everything to me. And I remember multiple times a day just looking at him and being like what am I doing to you like this is not fair like he was the only reason why sometimes I would even get up in the day like and just to like take him out like take him for a walk and um it may sound silly but my my talk means so much to me and I I couldn't see the crazy thing is I couldn't see what I was like really doing to myself I saw my dog and I saw others so at this point it was how I how my behavior was affecting others and their reactions or I'm very big with consequences because at the end of the day, I needed some serious consequences. Otherwise, I was not going to I was not going to do anything. And the the self-hatred that was developing in my brain was disgusting. Mm. It was sad. It was disgusting. And uh like I said, nobody nobody wanted to speak to me. Um, and the one thing that made me go to, you know, enough was enough. I, I was tired of being tired. And it was either get help and start to love my life and myself or die. I remember getting in visions of literally like I was going to die. My, my, my biggest fear was my mother is going to come to my house. And she's going to find dead on the floor. And, wow. Um, wow. That, 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 I, I just, that's, that's really a powerful statement. I'll tell you what, uh, Jenna. Uh, we, we, always, we affectionately call this, this particular hour the tearjerker hour. No offense to you, but uh, it, it is a powerful story. And we'll give you a break here. You can, you can collect your thoughts and recover for a moment. Uh, we're coming up on a break. It's Fighting the Opioid Addiction Series here on Talk with a Purpose with our partners, Recovery Centers of America. Jenna Gravenstein has been giving us her powerful story about recovery, and Pastor Zach is with us as well. Uh, if you have a question for either of those, 
609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. More with Pastor Zach and Jenna Gravenstein on our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series. The theme today, Freedom from Active Addiction, Addiction in Honor of July 4th. Coming back with more after these words. My name is David Dorshu with Recovery Centers of America, and I want to help you find freedom for your addiction to drugs and alcohol today. Here at Recovery Centers of America, located in Mays Landing in South Amboy, New Jersey, we believe that with the right tools and right people by your side, coupled with faith, you can recover. That's why we created Freedom, a Christian-based addiction treatment program designed to strengthen your faith and help you achieve lasting recovery. Our expert team of physicians, clinicians, and nurses will provide you with evidence-based treatment, and our pastors and spiritual advisors will guide you to healing through a fresh connection to God, through Bible studies, prayer, and biblically-based 12-step recovery groups. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Your future is so much brighter than you can imagine. The only thing you have to do is ask for help. At Recovery Centers of America, we answer the phone and admit patients 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. In these unusual economic times, do you wonder what to do with your money? If you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, tax planning, or any other type question, then listen to The Heart of Your Money. Heard every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. Featuring noted author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and the best ways for you to navigate your financial portfolio. That's every Every Saturday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM, South Jersey's talk station. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's Wholesale Division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon, clouds and sunshine with a brief shower or two for a heavy thunderstorm later. Storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds. High 90 tonight, overcast and humid with some showers. Low 71. Sunday, sunny to partly cloudy. High 88. Monday, partly sunny. High 87. I'm AccuWeather's Chris Morelli on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk of the Purpose, our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series. Recovery Centers of America, you've heard Jenna and Pastor Zach talk about the lighthouse at Mays Landing. But wherever you happen to be, if you're visiting from out of town and you're here for the 4th of July weekend, here is the number, 1-888-RECOVERY. That is Recovery Centers of America. That's a 24-7 hotline. You call at any time. And I've called it before for some folks. You call at any time, they answer right away, and they can direct you as to where you need to be. 1-888-RECOVERY, 1-888-RECOVERY for Recovery Centers of America. Again, the 24-7 hotline. On our show here, it's Fighting the Opioid Addiction Series with our partners, Recovery Centers of America, Pastor Zach, Jenna Gravenstein. And you've heard Jenna's very emotional story. And uh, Jenna, you, you holding up okay? 
I'm okay now. Okay, good. <laughs> That's a, we're thankful for commercial breaks here on this show. Uh, <laughs> after, you know, you, you went through your story, Jenna, uh, what do you attribute the success? I mean, you were addicted a long time. You, I think you said around 10 years. Um, and it got worse, obviously. Uh, what do you attribute this success as far as your recovery is concerned right now? This is my favorite part. This is my jam. I can talk forever. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, one RCI. That place helped save my life. Um, people like Pastor Zach, the staff members there, um, when I first went in, I, I cried for two weeks straight. I went for 30 days. I cried for two weeks straight. The sun would come up. I would cry. I was just so, I felt safe. For the first time in my life, I felt safe. And I I was just, I was ready. I was ready. I was willing. I was in the mindset where I would do whatever. As much as I chased the bottle, I was going to chase recovery. And um I just wanted my brain to stop at um, a lot of things, you know, that I, so Pastor Zach, the support of my family is unreal. And I, I, I couldn't be more grateful and uh, bear with me because this, I, I don't think I'm going to cry, but uh, this part. <laughs> well, you can, just, if you want, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm learning to feel my feelings and and deal with them and um a lot of uh so i will say so after when i went to rca after rca they suggested iop i went to iop probably longer than the normal for i went for eight months <laughs> um but i went uh it was three days a week monday wednesday friday for three hours and i came right out into the pandemic and I remember um, a gentleman that I met there. He was older, and he, he just reminded me. His, he just reminded me of my father, and unfortunately, he lost his life um, shortly after we left. And uh, I remember him saying to me, "He said, Jenna, when you do the steps, um, and I do have to say, the steps are not a you know they're not a one time thing." Um, as life goes on and as you experience different situations, the steps are tools. And um, the big book, I, I love the big book. And um, it, it is a way of living. And he said to me, you are in a sacred bubble here. He goes, when you walk out those doors, that is when life is going to, that's when life's going to hit you. And uh, it stuck with me. And um so I really took that, I took it to heart and I, and I, and I went with it. And, um, so I went to IOP and then after IOP, I stayed connected with, there was about like 12 of us women, um, who came out of RCA and every day at five o'clock and then on Saturday or yeah, Saturdays and Sundays, it was at nine o'clock and we would get on zoom and we would have you know, the blind leading the blind, but I'll tell you what, it, it made a world difference because I was connected and some of the women, um, it was not their first time in rehab. Um, some, I don't have any children, but some women had children. Some people were married. I was single. 
And we just talked about, we read the big book. We talked about life uh, and what, you know, our challenges were and what we were experiencing. We went to, you know, what meetings that were open at the time. Um, I, I did go to a couple meetings in Vetner on the beach, which it, it was amazing just to be surrounded by people who had my thoughts. For so long, I felt like such an outsider and I was no longer an outsider. I was a part of something and I didn't feel like a freak. And um, so I went to IOP and during that IOP time, um, I, I, just, I, I was branching out. I was becoming more comfortable with myself and I got a sponsor. And I started going to in-person meetings when they were starting to lift, you know, to lift the restriction of the pandemic. Uh, I got a home group. Um, another big thing that is very, very big in my life is um, physical health. Um, and I work out seven days a week. And by working out, I mean, I 20, it's either 20 minutes or a half hour a day at least for me to get that physical endurance uh, going. And um, that's that. And then, you, you know, you're, it's, a, it's a great story and very inspiring. Uh, I guess my question is, do you have advice for those who, you know, you never know who's listening to this program. Uh, somebody may know somebody who knows somebody, that kind of thing. Any advice for those who are addicted and, and, maybe don't believe they could achieve what you've achieved. What could you tell them about your journey? Don't give up before the miracle happens and stick and stay. Uh, just don't give up. Life, life is beautiful <clears throat> if you choose to see it that way. And once you get a taste of good feelings and loving yourself, it is a high that I have never experienced in my life before. And I remember praying, um, I just want to be able to sit with Jenna. And once I was able to develop those tools to sit with myself and really appreciate myself as a human, I was able to give it away and, and reach out. Don't be embarrassed. It, I, I know that's so much easier said than done. Because uh, I struggled even just telling my story, and it's over two years. Yeah. And uh, that's better. It 100 and 1,000% gets better, and you can hold me to that statement. Okay. Uh, because anybody that you hear in the rooms, meaning the rooms like AA or NA or whatever, you know, your, your choice of where to go to for um, a program, uh, get in a program, stay connected, have a higher power. Uh, I can't express that enough. You can make your higher power, the people in the rooms at first, just, just get in there and, and just, you got to stay, you have to want it. You have to, uh, I was once told, and you, you know, I was once told that the program is not for recovery is not for somebody who wants it or needs it. It's somebody who's going to work the program and you, you have to get in there. And life is beautiful. What a story. What a story. I'll tell you what. If if, if nothing else, if nothing... I, I'll tell you what, Pastor Zach. I, I, I've never... Fortunately, I've never been one who was addicted to drugs or alcohol. 
but this makes me want to recover and I don't need to recover. You know, I mean, this is, this is like, you know, that's, that's how, that's how inspiring her story was. I mean, I, I, John, John we're, we are all in recovery. We just don't know it. Right. There you go. <laughs> and uh, we are all in recovery, brother. <laughs> uh, that, and that story and really uh, listening back to, you know, thinking back to what uh, Jenna said, uh, you mentioned earlier, Pastor Zach, there's a hundred stories like that out there and a hundred people that could probably come on this show and, and talk about experiences like what Jenna mentioned. I mean, you've, you've found that over your experience, haven't you? Absolutely. I believe, I believe Recovery Centers of America has <clears throat> a, a committed, passionate team to get, to get people their lives back. And, you know, it's, and I've been there. I've been to all of the facilities. And let me tell you something. The the, the people there, and I've said to Dawn Bellamarich, who's been on this show, I said, I don't know how you guys do what you do. I really don't. Because it, it's so, I mean, it's so intense. And you're really dealing with people's lives and changing their lives. What's What's the theme at RCA? And how do you achieve that kind of success <laughs> it, i for the, my perspective john is is love we we stay committed to loving them but where we it's it's sometimes it's a stern love you know it's not this wishy-washy kind of love you know love will tell you the truth and sometimes the truth will hurt you but we we are committed to seeing lives transformed and however we need to do it we will do it because we're committed it's a calling. You said it. You you, you said it right off the bat. It, it, not everyone can do what we do, John. No. It's a calling. Yeah, you're it's right. A calling. I I I don't I don't know how you do it, and I I said that to Dawn, uh, as you probably know, uh, had a family member in there recently, and uh, you know he's not the the best patient, <laughs> and I mean. Dawn stayed on top of him. I mean, uh, I mean, she just, you know, she keep calling. And I said to her one day, I'm really sorry that, you know, I said, she said don't be sorry. That's what we do. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I, I'm really at a loss for words on that one. Uh, one more break here, Pastor Zach and Jenna, and then we'll come back and kind of wrap up this uh, segment. It's Fighting the Opioid Addiction Series. And for July 4th weekend, we're calling it Freedom from Addiction, whether it's drugs or alcohol. 609-407-1450 is our number here if you have questions for Jenna or for Pastor Zach. 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More of our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at Jay Yakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. 
For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Hi, I'm Larry Styler. And I'm Sean Styler. In our ever-changing economy, we certainly understand the need for homeowners to watch their spending. But your home is not a place to cut corners. When you're in need of roofing, siding, or windows, place your trust in East Coast for our certified services and installations. Our GAF, Master Elite Contractor Status, provides assurance that you're dealing with a reputable company that can provide you quality roofing products and lifetime warranties. Our certainteed five-star contractor status ensures you'll get the professional siding job that you deserve. Faithfully serving South Jersey since 1979, we can offer you financing options that can help get your project started sooner. So call us now at 609-625-1900 or visit us at eastcoastroofing.com to schedule your free consultation today. If you'll call, we'll We'll show up. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home. And we're back here on our Fighting the Opioid Addiction series. The theme today, Freedom from Active Addiction. In honor of the 4th of July, Pastor Zach, Jenna Gravenstein, our guests. 1-888-RECOVERY is the number for Recovery Centers of America. As I've always told you, it's a 24-7 hotline. And I would write the number down. And if you know someone who you think could use their help to say, hey, you may want to call this number, 1-888-RECOVERY. 1-888-RECOVERY is the number for Recovery Centers of America. And here locally, uh, they're known as the Lighthouse at Mays Landing, and that's where Pastor Zach is. And uh, Pastor Zach, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, about a week ago, there was an article in the press of Atlantic City. It was quoting your CEO at Lighthouse, Corey Ritchie. And she was talking about some reluctance to enter treatment due to this I guess, post-pandemic doldrums, like people, it, it seems like people are reluctant because they were, during the pandemic, they were kind of stuck at home, and now they don't want to be stuck in, in a, a place for for recovery or rehab, whatever you call it. Um, how can you or how can loved ones help their their addicted family member or whatever, how could they help them overcome this kind of a psychological barrier? Well, John, that's that's a good question. Um, it's tough. It's a tough situation. Uh, we've been able to get through it, thank God. I mean, with the great team that we have, uh, we've been able to, uh, to help people uh, be comfortable and remain content in, in the facility. But the good news is that that is actually changing right now. Good. And uh, we are opening we are opening up the, uh, the doors. Uh, I mean, before the pandemic, we were, you know, taking patients out uh, to the movies, getting the girls and nails done and all these you know, awesome great events. And um, those things are starting to take place again. So um, 
right now, I wouldn't even say we, we're not really worrying about uh, uh, being locked up in a facility because that's not really happening right now. So we're opening up the doors and uh, we're going to start living a normal life. So if someone needs to get into treatment and if you're worried about being locked up in a facility, don't worry about it because those things are changing. So, yeah, that, that's, that's 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 my advice to that. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, fortunately, it seems like we're kind of that pandemic thing is getting to be on the back burner. And so maybe people are thinking logically and, and intelligently now, as opposed to that. But I, I saw that article and I I wanted your comments on it because I thought to myself, you know, it's, it's hard enough to get people into treatment. Now, here we go with something else like, well, you know, I don't want to do that because I was cooped up for two years with the pandemic. And that's, it's, yeah, I, right. I, I'm, I'm glad that that's, well, I mean, uh, that, I'm glad that's well, RCA, RCA is not a prison, you know, RCA oh, is not I know. a prison. I know I mean, that. We've had some situations, you know, so, I mean, you're freely to, you know, yeah, you're able to do what you need to do. Um, yeah. So if don't let that be an excuse, get, get yourself into treatment. If you need help, if you know someone that's struggling, the greatest gift that you can give them is treatment because they deserve recovery. Absolutely. They can just get them in, get them in. And you know, I can attest to the food's good. <laughs> I've been oh, there. Sure. I've been there. Okay, the food's good. Yes. The, the food. The yeah. food. L- listen, great. hey, listen. No complaints with the, with the menu. You know, <laughs> let's let's talk. Let's talk turkey here. You know, the food's great. I mean, all you can eat. It's an all you can eat buffet for the patients. There but. you go. There you go. And and then you know the the beds are you know state of the art rooms. I mean, oh, it's like goodness. it looks like a hotel. It's, it's beautiful. I mean, it's oh my goodness. Right. You know, I, I, I remember when I first saw the. Yeah, I saw. Well, I, you know what I did when I went, went into the grand opening of the new facility? I said to the uh, the tour guide, I said, when can I check into this hotel? You know, it's like, <laughs> that, you know, I was like, when can I rent a room out? Exactly. You know, it's like, whoa, you know, but uh, beautiful place. It's it, an amazing place. Amazing place. I'll tell you what, it looks better than some of the casinos. <laughs> with their rooms, so I, you know, <laughs> hey, you're state of the art. Well, real well, that's quick, because we've, that's because RCA values the patients. Real quick, uh, I, I mean, yeah. and I'm not, we're not here to talk bad about other facilities or anything like that, but I've seen some some facilities where <laughs> they're in really bad shape, and uh, I love the leadership of RCA. They they mm-hmm. believe that the patients are valued and they deserve the best. Your Christian based uh, faith program on Sundays, it's at the RCA at Lighthouse. Can anyone attend? The virtual meeting, yes. Okay. Anyone can attend the virtual Zoom meeting. Okay. Which is on which is at ten thirties, ten thirty on Sunday, every Sunday at ten thirty. Okay. And and I'm sure you have an inspiring program every Sunday because you're an inspiring guy and you've certainly done that here on the show. Thank Pastor, you, John. Pastor Zach, thank you. Always a pleasure. Jenna, thank you. Continued success in your recovery. Thank you. And and say hi Thank to so much. say hi to the dog for us, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he just put his head up. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank thanks to both of you. Continued success. Recovery Centers of America, one eight 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 recovery is the number. One eight 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 recovery for Recovery Centers of America. That's gonna put the wraps on another edition of Talk with a Purpose. Thanks to Pastor Zach, Jenna Gravenstein. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer. Thanks to Chris Pierce. Our, our sit-in intern today here on the show says, uh, I learned a couple things. That's good. I'm John DeMassey. Enjoy your 4th of July weekend. We'll do it all over again next Saturday. Talk with a purpose, 9 till noon. 
WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You take care.